Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Blackheart Bart Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're recording episode 95 of the 1 1, your West Australian Racing podcast. It's just after 11 a.m. on Thursday, the 23rd of September. Belmont, this Saturday, as well as Mikathara Cup Day, 2J Cup Day on Sunday, and we have a Northern meeting on Monday's Queen's birthday public holiday there's a bit happening this weekend terry there certainly is certainly is um you've got a few runners in over the sunday and monday as well so uh really? yeah no looking forward rattle, to rattle, a, rattle them off uh, rosa coney and leocardo uh all with luke on yes, um on sunday with kira yule on board and then we got yemen lass um i think he's just booked jade mcnaught on the on the monday so are you venturing to 2j and northern no either or apparently it's a big day out for either the, or for neither the clan apparently gets a limo out there or something so um I'll Wh- ask him. yeah i don't know i'll ask you more about it I think, it's, I think it might be a regular um occurrence or it might be a yearly tradition so uh yeah good luck to the uh mcmanus clan on 2j cup day yeah it's good i think it's always a good day 2J oh, would cup be. Day, so would be historic be, be elite imagine town. brad rocking up at the in the limo that would be <laughs> that would be a sight to behold wouldn't it? after he uh, gives himself a price be, for like, cup, yeah. be like lloyd christmas getting out of the car <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, very good um stay tuned Yes. Uh, okay, stay tuned throughout this show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition. And don't forget our Champs and Challenges edition of the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind at the Mundaring Hotel, BJ. Public service announcement. Mm. Week two, Top Gun tipping tournament. When do they need their tips in by, Terry? Uh, 9.30 a.m. WST. Last week, we um, last week's we, were Friday, generous. we were generous. We were generous. Yep. Friday was a bit free. This is actually a really different week. There isn't even the opportunity to be generous probably this week. Um, I need them in by 9.30. They will be collated, added to the spreadsheet at 9.30. Friday morning, I apologise to those that don't do their form until a bit later, um, but it has to be in by 9.30 Friday morning. So um, find yourself five minutes on Friday. Friday morning, Thursday night, and um, direct message. Do the form direct message. Direct Great message. stuff last week. As I said before, terrific stuff last week. Um, horse name, race number, stake. That's it. That's it. Everyone did really well. Simples. Win only. Simples. Win only. Yeah. Win only, guys. So yeah. Uh, thanks again to everyone who who uh, followed the preferred format and sent them in via direct message. Much appreciated. It's pretty seamless, actually. So, yep. uh, so I enjoyed collating them. And as I said, seeing how everyone sort of went about it and uh, structured their investments. And the key thing to remember, we should also mention every single week for the next two weeks in particular, is the cut. The cut. If you're not in the top forty. If you are not in the top 40 at the end After of week three, three yep. you are gone. Um, another thing, someone what, just- G-A-W-N gone? You are max. Yeah. You're max gone. Someone yep. else asked me, so what <laughs> if we've got um, the top 38 and then nine people tied in 39th? Yeah. You all remain in the comp. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You will remain yeah. in the comp. Yeah. If you're, yeah, if you're top 40, top yeah. 40's in. Yeah, yeah top 40's and in. Can, if it's a dead eight for 40th yeah, with 10 in. people, then you're in. You're so in. Uh, I think 38, 39 people have a collect already, 33 something in the 30s have a collect already so you're gonna have to have i reckon you're gonna need to have 150 bucks in the bank to yeah. uh to probably snip to through progress the, to progress through to the next round um tactics are gonna be tactics will wild. be key. yeah 100 yeah. if you it might be a week you go geez i really like one at eight nine bucks i'm gonna have a crack here and yeah. try and blow the game open yeah. or i'll be like i don't really like too much i might just try and place a bet to keep myself in the comp for so, that extra but, week but, but we're also talking about keeping yourself in the competition or even just getting on the board or trying to blow the competition open. What's your suggestion to those at the top of the leaderboard, like your Timmy Marlowe's and your Warren Hutley's? What, how do they play the game now? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> your Luke Finney's. <laughs> and your BJ Ryan's yeah. and your... Uh, anyway, um, 
I I think it's you'd be weak dependent. You don't have plans going. And do you know how some people say I saw a little post from uh, New South Wales tab, which obviously they're the enemy. Um, but they said, "What's your number one rule in um, in as a punter? Like, what's your number one rule?" And I reckon your number one rule should be don't have rules. Like, I often hear people say, "I'll never back odds on," or "I'll never um, back a two-year-old resuming," or every situation is different. So th- this week going into it, I'd, if I like something at 10 bucks, I'd be having no issue having me 100 wins and a $10 pop if I thought it should have been three bucks or two bucks, you know? But um, yeah, I just decide week by week, decide what you like and just, just go from there. Um, I, somebody, what I'm expecting at some point, Bernard, uh-huh. somebody will bro- blow the game open. Timmy's on just shy of 600 bucks at the minute. I'm expecting someone to blow the game open with a sort of seven, eight, nine hundred dollar week and, and you'll be chasing a long way out. So I'd be aiming I'd be aiming over the seven weeks if you survive the whole tournament to want to win two thousand to be a chance of winning. Mm. I reckon two thousand would be the mark you'd want to get to. Yeah, and, and hopefully we'll have the prizes finalized yes. in the next week or so. Yep. And uh, also we're probably going to come up with a weekly prize as well. So Timmy Marlowe, just uh, stay tuned and we will flick you a direct message and let everyone know what the weekly prizes are moving forward. But yes. Definitely uh, a couple of lids. Yeah, and definitely there's going to be there's going to be a Top Gun trophy as well. This is mm. this is there were no no messing around here at the 1-1. So this is legitimate. Uh, so yeah, good luck to all our Top Gunners as they prepare to launch into week 2 at Belmont. This Saturday and tell you what's happening Betfair edgewise um, it what, will be recorded Fitzy's over here yeah. uh, last week we all went to the uh, the Belmont Sporting Globe quite a few 1-1 listeners actually joined us as well um, we had a cracking day there they chucked me on like I was get, I knew I was getting chucked on the radio I thought it was for 5-10 minutes I got chucked on for 2 hours straight on national radio I sit next to um, Tim Gossage and, and Miles Fitzner and within about 8 minutes I've dropped an F-bomb <laughs> <laughs> they also oh, I'm not as polished I think it's fair to they say also, as, uh, they tell me that you were declaring them uh, in Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane the, well, across, I, you're going across the Nation. I push that. Uh, I push that away because obviously I didn't even know the. I don't do the form anywhere but WA. So um, when I was asked about those type of things, I sort of just nodded and um, yeah, it was quite polite. But no, all I said all day long to anybody was all day session, all day session, all day session. Anyway, so we're all pretty excited to watch all day session um, in the last on the big screen, and it gets moved to Sky Two. And the, we had an awesome room at the Belmont Sporting Globe, yeah. but Sky Two was on a tiny screen, oh, so right. everyone uh, sort of huddled. Yeah, huddled around this tiny screen. I think it was. Split screen too, from memory, and um, Sky Two split screen. I think so. Oh, yeah, the, uh, there were some pretty big scenes, and um, I could only imagine the scenes. I'm waiting for everyone else. I got a message from Travis Murray. I know I tipped the deal and his partner, and I reckon I tipped Scandola to nearly every single person at that event as well at the 26 bucks um, at Kalgoorlie on Sunday. So I have a little trumpet there. I didn't. I didn't hear anything about. Oh, wait, you were there. I thought you were coming. Yeah. Uh. Huckle no. was on. Huck, yeah, well, Huckle was on. He 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 kept uh, Jeez, he kept I things quiet that. as well. Jeez, I enjoyed that. Well done. Good good get. Yeah, we enjoyed that win. So that uh, so yeah, Betfair Edge. Uh, you'll be recording at Optus Stadium tomorrow, Terry. And uh, both yeah. teams, both teams, the Bulldogs and the uh, and Melbourne, will be doing their training session, last training session, mm-hmm. at uh, at Optus Stadium tomorrow as well. Yeah, I think there's a function, park. there's a function on at the Campfield, mm-hmm. so it's going to be heaving the precinct tomorrow. Certainly will be. I was, um, yeah, I was going to go to one of the functions, but I thought I'll save me run completely for grand final day. It's a two thirty kickoff in our box, oh, so I'll be at the game. Yeah, it's uh, nearly three hours beforehand, so you're gonna have to tell me what happens at the grand final the following day. I reckon <laughs> so. I'm, uh, might be a bit patchy for me. <laughs> Very good. How about we get cracking yeah. on Black Art Bart Stakes Day? The rail is out in the nine-metre position. Early, early start, 10.34 a.m., obviously, due to the grand final being on across yep. the Farmer Freeway. Um, 
27 degrees, good for track. Uh, anything else that we need to know, Terry? It's 27 now, isn't it? It's gone up a couple, isn't it? Yep. Oh, geez, cracking conditions for a game of uh, AFL footy. I think there's rain coming the following four or five days. Maybe so. even later that night. Do so. you reckon they knew? Oh, man. The weather gods? They knew, didn't they? They sure did. Lucky wasn't on last week because last week and the weather, yeah. weather was no good. Yep. Uh, two teams that I think we really do want to watch in dry conditions. So, uh, very excited. Uh, nine metres has been a pad they have used sparingly, BJ. Um, I think we saw last week at the six metres that the inside rail was um, not the spot to be. We saw a reliable star win there from last, but a lot of that to do was with the headwind as well. Um, there's an easterly in place. So there's no headwind this week. Um, look, I, I'm expecting... I'm expecting um, that those uh, closer to the rail on speed should be suited. But in saying that, I'm, I don't know, for the last belt meeting of the season, I'm, I'm hopeful that we just get a nice fair pad out at the nine metre position. I'm, I'm hoping we don't get one of those crazy rails where if you're not on it, you can't win. Um, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the, the hope. Very That's good. the hope, but it should pay. The rail should play good. So the Metro Metro meeting moves to Kalgoorlie next Saturday for Kalgoorlie mm-hmm. Cup Day, and then it's the opening of Ascot on Saturday the 9th of October. So things are really starting to heat up. Let's get moving. Race one, our favourite, favourite race on every Belmont card is the free entry to Belmont Park. Plate, 1,000 metres for the three-year-olds. I wonder how many people they'll get there for a 10.30 a.m. start. Mm. Glass of champagne with your... Uh with your little six horse, probably soon to become five horse field at uh, 10.30 a.m. Wow, it's going to be, what do, you, what do you usually say? Oh, I stole it from Richie Callender, snap, yeah. crackle and punt. Snap, crackle, oh, this is, this is yeah, it. This is, this this is, is 100% this snap, is crackle genuine. and punt. This I love it, genuine. it's a good structuring of the day and um, yeah, no, 10.34, we uh, have to be nice and sharp early. Cracking a little, um, it is only going to be a small field. The lady is a vamps nominated for Monday with William Pike booked, BJ. So ah, yeah. um, I reckon they'll probably withdraw and um, I reckon that's a massive scratching as well for this race because yep. um, for a speed map point of view, the lady is a vamps, a pretty sharp beginner. So from a speed map point of view, um, Jade McNaught could have pushed uh, her out and held a spot and made things just sort of be a bit more sticky with the map. Bit of nuisance value. Yeah, yeah. so at, at that price, I think a horse like Ruthless Tycoon would be pretty happy with that scratching yeah. um, because I, I'm expecting we'll see some real aggression from He's Gold and they'll probably let him get to the top. We saw Spin the Knife happy to take a sit, so Spin the Knife probably sits on the back of He's Gold and bit of an interesting one from there. They took a hold of Ruthless Tycoon in a recent trial, so maybe they might try and teach him to jump, take a sit. Jump well, took a hold. Yeah, yeah. maybe allow Polissier to come over to the breeze. Ruthless Tycoon won one. Um, and then Metallon might just, from the widest gate, they might just be smart popping out the back in a five-horse field, not um, doing anything too major. But, um, yeah, this is, this is a cracking little race. Ruthless Tycoon's never been beaten in a trial or... Or, uh, or race as a couple of winners have come from that um, most recent trial with Snipalicious. Um, yeah, I think it, it looks the one to beat, but you never know how, how strong that form was in that particular race. Uh, the trials that it won at Lark Hill in April, BJ, the form from those trials hasn't really been frank, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, so there are some minor concerns in that sense. But, looks um, a horse, though, doesn't it? Does look a, does look a proper horse. Yeah, yep, does look a proper horse. Um, yeah, I, I'm sort of 270 Ruthless Tycoon um, and about 340, 350 Spin the Knife, and that's the way I was looking. Um, he's Gold trialed. You have to note with He's Gold's trials, they were against Labor on a Massimo, yeah. against the big dogs. Um, but always wary. Um, how well some of these two-year-olds can come back. So we've seen Spin the Knife do it. And then with Polissier, 
I reckon there's genuine excuses yeah. last start. Proper forget. Like proper a proper forget. forget. Yeah. Its previous run was super and it was pretty tough as well. And so. the money for it against a horse like this will test you yeah. was, was pretty hard. Yeah, it drifted really. late, it drifted but again. But it was still 290. So it was pretty yeah. firm, yeah. yeah. So, look, I, I it's a race with too many um, variables for me to really get too interested in. But definitely think Ruthless Tycoon's a horse to watch. And, yeah, pretty happy just watching this one, Paige. Yeah, I like Ruthless Tycoon. I was $3 and three fifty spin the knife. I said that. surprised how short. Brad went up four bucks. Yeah, yeah. He went up a little bit early. There was, if you look at the flux, Tab Touch, uh, there was an $8.50 flux Ruthless Tycoon. But uh, I was told that was a an error, but it was available for six seconds. Really? I, I can't even get any of it, unfortunately. Um, if you got it, take a screenshot. So yeah, I was going to say, if anyone did jag any yeah. of that, uh, let us know because that's- uh, that's was that a clerical error, was it? Uh, I don't know what's happened. Obviously, yeah. they've they've gone to fluck someone's back something and they've gone to fluck it and yeah. it's just, they're flucked up a little bit. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so yeah, good. the 850, I reckon, uh, might have been pretty keen at the 850, I'd suggest. Um, mm. But yeah, look, we're actually at the time recording, surprising, it's 11.32 a.m. We've only got odds on 365 and tab touch. So the $2.50 Ruthless Tycoon, as good as a horse it is, and three bucks spin the knife, it's um yeah, it's it's probably a little bit a little bit thin. When for the me. other one's low, but it usually shakes things up a bit, doesn't it? So we'll see. Yeah, we'll, hundred yeah, well, sports bet's the one they're all yeah. gonna sort of look at and follow in okay. uh, green tab. So yeah, that uh that early price Ruthless Tycoon was very enticing. Uh, mm -hmm. at the moment I, I reckon I'll get three dollars Ruthless Tycoon. Um or, uh, I actually no, with the, I have no idea what this market is. Actually with the be. scratching that might change things as well. So that that's uh where where will the money come? That's I think he's gold to wobble in betting. Uh spin the knife, I think will stay firmish. Polissier, people aren't as forgiving. Um the money's Gonna come the for a ruthless tycoon. Metalon will get a we'll get a bit of a wobble in the betting. It'll be double figures on yep. Betfair. So ruthless tycoon could jump two forty. Yeah, could do. Not You're impossible. Right. Not impossible. I, I really don't know um, in that sense what what it'll jump at, but um, I think it'll be popular. I think this is uh, this is a really good field. I think even Metalon's uh, Metalon. Yeah. What do they call it? Metalon. Half to misty. Half to misty metal. It bolted in at Northern. Which he doesn't ever share in this one. <laughs> he missed oh, out on no. this one. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think Toddy Harvey's pretty happy. Butchie doesn't have a share in this one. This that's, one. Why, that's, why, that's why it goes okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, even it was very impressive. Uh, looks a horse. But for mine, I really like this Ruthless Tycoon as a type. Uh, it's got a bit of quality about it. Spin the knife, obviously, coming out of a win against the older horses first up. Um, Mystical View came out and franked the form. Mystical View is in the Blackheart Bart Stakes later, which we'll discuss soon. Uh, so that form is uh, pretty good. He's goal was was one of our better two rods, one of the listed races of two rods. So this is a proper field. Mm -hmm. um, but for mine, I think Ruthless Tycoon from three, coming off a really sharp trial, going to get the nice drag into the race. Um, open air, Brad Parnham. Shake the reins. I think Ruthless Tycoon gets the job done. The lady is a vamp scratching so good, yeah. Ruthless Tycoon. Yeah, um, Yeah, I missed, unfortunately. I really miss a Brad Price, as you know, but he went up at quarter to eight. And, uh, yeah, I just wasn't – I didn't have a look. Quarter two. Until, yeah, he went up about 15 minutes early, so I missed the just full Just keeping bucks, everyone so. on, on their toes. Yeah, it? yeah. Anyway, uh, really nice race. Small field, but uh, select field. Um, race two, 11.09 a.m., the Amelia Park plate over the 1,400 metres. Uh, another lot of the three-year-olds, um, probably not quite the same um, – 
interest in this race in regards to the potential upside on a few of these, but there is some nice ones involved. Red 53 from the inside gate should be able to push forward and lead, you suspect, BJ. Uh, Let's Deal, the, the big plunge horse from the Wolf Yard, uh, won a maiden against very little, but did so in really, really impressive style. And a little bit went wrong in the run as well. There was some pressure that sort of came around and uh, took a little bit of professionalism to balance up and kick away, as well as he did. I suspect he comes across and finds the breeze. And the key part I thought about this race, Beige, was the two horses, leaders back and the 1-1. One, one. Um, they both go okay in Glacier Miss and Black Fantasy, but I think they both go okay, and that's key. So I reckon these two leaders can get a bit of separation um, on a horse like you'd think they're probably the biggest danger from the rear would be Probity. Mm. Um, and I love... I was a bit – Probity's one I really do like, but I was, I was waiting for the 1,400. So I think he might have almost won a start too soon um, in my mind. But I do worry whether he can catch a couple of sharp ones with Black Fantasy and Glacier Miss who may not put the pressure on the leaders. The, the leaders, I feel, can get a little bit of separation on those two. Um, K-May's a horse I'd expect to improve up to the 1,400, but I don't like Kira being off. I thought she was a good fit for that jockey, uh, for that horse. Mm-hmm. So um, – yeah, very interesting race. Oh, I think, look, I'm, I'm $2.40, red 53, so the 270 is probably a slight bet for me, but um, I, I don't really want to play, and I'm probably not going to get involved. Sometimes they come to the end of their run. I don't like watching them win twice in a row, then jumping on at 270 the third time. I mean, that's not really my type of guy. So um, another, what, another race, I'm happy to Pikey have, had a, a, have a look. Pikey had a picnic out in front the other day, didn't he? He did. They <laughs> went eight lengths slower than bench. The one thing I will say, though, is he ran the quickest last two despite leading, and that's always a sign of a pretty sharp um, sharp conveyance. So, uh, yeah, the, the Grant and Alana Williams team might have a, a good one that doesn't have the Cerise and White on. Yeah, yeah. It's going to... The thing that your map is crucial to this, if if Red Fifty Three and William Pike are allowed to dictate in a similar fashion to what they did last start, it's it's over. Well, they'll go forward. Let's so deal, they have to they? go forward with that yep. deal. Sean McGrady's riding in. Uh, he's really positive at the moment. He's riding in terrific form. He needs, what, to, he, needs to, he needs to trust this horse. River Rubicon would have won last week with if cover. Gorgeous Gossip didn't um, hand up. That was wild. Gorgeous Gossip puts in a like, and I'm just sitting there going. Like it was beating a mile, a mile, and it probably doesn't run a race the way the the headwind was. But um, watching that hand up, I just instantly gone what like I just I just did not understand the the hand up on on a horse that showed its best two runs um, from sort of freewheeling to some degree out in front. So, but yeah, I think if it doesn't, uh, River Rubicon would have would have won. And um, that was my summation as well. Just, so yeah. and yeah, this is a this is a nice race, but this isn't a. For seventy grand, this is this it'd be a nice race to win for your seventy. Yeah, these are early these early season three year races. Everyone likes to hold back and yeah, especially and the fourteen, the thousand yeah. meters you can get a yeah, couple thousand, of sharpies. Yeah, yeah but the, that's sort of when last horses. week there was a mile. This week there's a fourteen. Yeah. So, but uh, in saying that, I think horses like Success Play, Black Fantasy, Probity, all, all these are all going to win more than their fair share of races and more yeah. than their share of prize money. Uh, let's deal. Big plunge horse, as Terry said on debut, bolted in <clears throat> four lengths. There's a thought was a nice run at Belmont yesterday, so the form's okay. Uh, if Sean, okay. If Sean can can roll forward, sit outside, red 53, test it, uh, apl- test it. apply some pressure yeah. Even and, on. and see, see what uh, red 53 is made of. The way that let's deal sort of – it felt like it was just getting warmed up late in that in that main race, and just put just gapped him. If uh, Sean can balance up, let's deal. Let him work through his gears. Geez, I think he's gonna. I think he might might get over the top of Red Fifty Three. So, okay. Yeah. You got to be. Yeah. I think you, you, you have to be, you gotta be careful. Like, people just see that. Oh wow, how good! That, that there's a thought that ran second. It's no good. Yeah. Like no, I'm not that 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 yesterday that run it was beating a long way. Zadar Rock. Zadar Rock uh, might be a nice horse, but. 
I, yeah, that's it's. This is so much harder. That's all I'll say. This is so much harder um, for Let's Deal. If you put Red Fifty Three in the same spot, it probably wins by three or four as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's 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 my major. I, I thought there'd be a little bit more rain on the Let's Deal price, but again, um, we're still waiting. Amazingly, still waiting on prices um, from the other agencies. But what what price are you looking at there? How did you mark uh, the race? I was I was two eighty. Both of them. Oh wow! Yeah, you had a two eighty. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, right. What are we talking? Two seven five three forty. Looking at Bradbet at the uh, at the minute. Um, yeah, good race. That should be uh, Cornella from the top. I'd suspect. Yeah, I think um, those two are going to uh, yeah. head and head. I, I don't know if anything's going to be able to come off, come from behind them and knock it yeah. off. But maybe, maybe, if we get a nice center, if we get a nice center of the track and Probity yep. gets in it at the right time, I think Probity's a horse that will really get better with the fourteen hundred yeah. as well. But um, it's just about giving. On a track we're expecting to play a little bit on pace, especially at 11am, yep. um, it's about giving uh, a couple of good ones a head start and chasing them down, which can be very difficult. So, um, yeah, cracking race. And it, it is – people will be very varied on how they line up Red 53 and Let's Deal. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people might be looking to roll their winnings over on yeah. Let's Deal. That's right. They had enough of them. They sure did. They were jumping out of trees to back Let's Deal mm. on debut and uh, he didn't let them down, that is for sure. So, good good little clash that in uh, race two of the day Certainly over is. the 1,400 metres. Race three, Tab Touch, Westbeat Platinum Handicap over 1,300 metres. These Westbeat Platinum Handicaps don't get any easier. To, <laughs> funny little races, aren't they? They're just, they just uh, they certainly funny are. Funny little races. So I did notice during the week there was I an I thought this is a good card, though. We've been, yep. been a bit stiff on the card yep. at recent times. I yep. thought this is a card where you really you could sit down, analyse, um, have really varying opinions to the next person. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a, a nice card. We're starting to um, emerge from hibernation. Well, we'll get to a few of those later. There's a couple yep. of nice horses resuming, obviously, but we'll get to those later. But um, yeah, so race three, we got uh, the likely leader, Ginger Fly, coming off a second up. Oh, I victory. don't think so. You don't think it'll cross? No way. Yeah. Okay, you so. tell me. Well, Ginger Fly is not that quick a horse. You got to remember that Ginger Fly. Uh, yeah, I, I think Ginger Fly has got to be your lay of the day, just about. Who, but who leads? Uh, Super Love's a horse I think they want to lead with out, out in front. They, they've got to be aggressive with Safety Bay with 51 and a half. Um, then you've got uh, Pepper Assault from Barrier 6, who I think will be ridden aggressively. Look, Ginger Fly might get there, but Chris Parnham isn't the type of jockey who likes to – and we saw it with Will Chino, that start. He isn't the type of jockey who likes to just ride the ears off it to get to the top. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if early doors he doesn't jump that well. And there is, there's enough horses underneath him that want to be in a forward spot, not necessarily the lead, but want to be in a forward spot. For him to go, oh, I might pull out of this battle now, or yeah. I might end up in the breeze, or I might look for cover in a three-wide line. or um, So I don't think it's a, a fait accompli that he goes forward and leads. But I, yeah, there's obviously a chance that occurs. But to me, Ginger Flyer looks – it looks tough for Ginger Flyer. You're up two kilos. You had a hot rail last start where you've just held on against Aldi La, who was off the hot rail. Um, Smashing didn't frank the form from the start before. I'm not tipping well. Ginger Fly, by the way. I'm just saying that I, it's the likely leader. Yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm, I came into this really ready to knock Ginger Fly. So I came, uh, I came warmed up uh, to knock so Ginger Fly. We're knocking so. Ginger Fly. So what? How do you think the race is going to play out? Um, uh, Ginger Fly will probably lead. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, like Daniel Fly could like, <laughs> I don't know why I got so far out of them. Um, I just think it's uh, it's an ugly mount. I think it'll be Breeze at best. That's what makes Terry. That's what makes the, the Perth Racing Guru the man he is. He'll fight you for a speed mount. <laughs> I think it'll. Uh, I had to tell Avachi go by the way. Uh, I was like in the run. I was like, if you get the back of gorgeous guys with you, that's all I cared about in that race. Oh, dearie me. Um, yeah, speed maps are integral. Gingerfly. Well, also, like Gingerfly, what price are you Gingerfly before we get into the race? Uh, she was, I really uh, fly off Gingerfly. I think, think it was uh, a 380 Gingerfly. All right, I'm 12 yeah. bucks. Yeah, okay. I just can't see how. It, it's one of the horses that you just, I think a lot of people are just going to have it on top or have it in their top couple, but I, yeah. I think you just, dearie me, I just can't see how. Which is great for you, the way that you've Yeah, this because, is, I love it. I love to find horses that shouldn't be as strong in the market. Then that, that means that the horses that you've, uh, that you've got at the, at the uh, pointy end of your market, you should be able to get some. Uh, I found it difficult to do a pointy end though. That, yeah. was, that, that was one of the challenges. You should be able to get some uh, some overs. Eh? Yeah, exactly right. So we're looking at this. Pepper Assault is a horse that um, she found the um, the outside of the beach um, on a day where the rail was, you know, that or one of many days where the rail was yep. sort of the only place to be. So the jury will be out with Pepper Assault, whether we forgive because of that. But I, I would have liked to see Pepper Assault still get past the beach even from perhaps an inferior pad. Um, so the, the jury's out there. The fact we're 1,000 to 1,300. The fact that this is a Sessions mare um, on a firm deck as well, mm -hmm. the, the best performances were on the on the softer going. So I worry with Pepper Assault that perhaps she's being priced on on this spruik and potential when this is she's going to need to step up and improve and then step up to the 1300 i actually think the 1300 might suit her though i'm not too perturbed about that but look i'm i'm, I'm around a, sort of the six dollars fifty with pepper assault as well so i think what's pepper assault at the moment 390 just just quoting brad bet here so i just i think this is a, a very interesting race i keep going back to safety bay like i just can't stop going back to safety bay now safety bay just 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 look at her last three starts, she's ran second to Billy Ain't Silly. They've cleared out from Skydance in third, and Skydance is a pretty reasonable horse. Uh, she then came out um, and ran second to Fiery Bay. I reckon Fiery Bay, and when Fiery Bay was going at that period, was a sharp conveyance. And then, again, I think there was a good gap to third. Uh, came out, most recent trial, held off Bazoom. Um, who else is behind in that trial? There was Stella Vista, mm -hmm. which we'll also get to in a second. Um... Uh, there was Schwa de Lace who came out and won at York. Uh, there was Avalon Choice, Bay. Choice de Lace. Choice de Lace. There's Avalon Bay who came out and won a 66 plus. There was King Cruiser who was beaten a lip yesterday. And mm -hmm. there was obviously Bazoom in second who has run a couple of seconds to bit of merit and probity. So mm -hmm. it's come out of a really nice um, trial. That recent whim. Um, it was only a class one, and now this is up to um, this platinum 58 plus type setup. But yep. Would Stella Vista be favourite in this? Yeah. Yeah. So Stella Vista would probably be your favourite in this. And Safety Bay was one of very few horses that day who sat in the breeze or did any work on the middle part of the track and won the race. And, and sort of Stella Vista almost had it at the 100, but Taj and, and Safety Bay gave a kick and, and, and seven, went away again. Seven kilo swing. Seven to, kilo swing. Exactly yeah. right. So it gets 51 and a half again. It's a horse that's used to running with this weight. So it's yep. not like this is an anomaly weight for it. It's going to get eight kilos on Ginger Flyer. I'm pretty confident Stella Fist would beat home Ginger, Ginger Flyer under yep. the conditions and the work that Ginger Flyer is going to have to do here. Um, look, I, I'm nervous about the ride with Bowen. Bo hasn't ridden a winner since um, July when I was actually on at Dacio at Northern. So it's been a while between drinks. Has she been getting many rides? She's been getting not, not that many. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't been riding all that badly either. Yeah. Um, she nearly nicked a race with Bella's Idol. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, she's ridden a few nice races. She was... Uh, she lost the ride. I think she touched Isom. It was a pickup ride for him, actually. Yep. Um, but look, I, I think that Safety Bay, it's not 
a one-off now. It's now she's strung enough together to go, hang on, this could be – she could be a horse that's way she's, under her uh, She's she building be, trust. Yeah, she's yeah. building trust. That's exactly mm. right. So I'd like to see an aggressive ride. The fact that Super Love, Ginger Flyer, and even maybe Carabineer, who I think they might ride a bit quieter, are all drawn outside of her. If she's aggressive and allows them to come across and sort of tucks in, mm. there might be a spot. If not, and she has to sit deep. You can sit deep with 51 and a half. That's the thing, and you, you can possibly win it. So, um, yeah, I keep I – I, there is a lack of – trust in the in the combination to some degree but i keep coming back to safety bay i'm four dollars fifty safety bay i um yeah I, I think she i think she runs a race yeah i think she runs a race as well mm. i don't like this race at all i'll be more than likely skipping it but from a tipping point of view i went with jaguar gray on top two runs for new stable bruce watkins uh, very good uh, I think it was wide throughout first up and still ran third and then got some favours in that um, Zero Metro win last year, mid-weeker, but still won and held off Beret and Lord help me run. Held was off a sharp yeah, field, didn't it? Was, it was, that was, it, was the, like, the <laughs> hot pad and that was position A on a hot pad. But it's, but got, it's not saying it won't be. Again. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's got gate one again. Yeah. I feel it's, it's got gate speed too. Yeah, I feel as though... We're held up in the in the box seat the other day. So I think the key here is that two don't cross it. Yeah, yeah. If, yep. if it gets double crossed, double. Tough. But um, yep. yeah, leaders back on on what we're thinking is a nine meter. Yep. Good pad. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if there's pressure on early coming horses with speed coming across from wide gates that that can uh, that can hopefully in, inject some tempo into the race and get the field a little bit of separation as well. If if the field has got a bit of separation, then that opens things up for Jason Whiting and Jaguar Gray to get some galloping room from mm -hmm. one. So if you're going to head tip in this race, I'm going to go with number three Jaguar Gray. Yep. Who uh, I priced up about five fifty at the moment, six dollars. So yeah, cool. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, very open race. Wouldn't surprise me um, if they can make ground. There should be a potentially a three-wide line with the, the suit beat all drawn. Um, a bit sticky. Wouldn't surprise me. A horse like Fuel the Fryer up to the 1,300 with Kira Yule. I like Kira going on a, a sit-and-sprint like this. Um, runs a race. Nick of time is huge, but I don't oh, think I it's actually, a, I actually walked into this thinking that you were going to find Carabinier. I thought Carabinier was so big at yours. Oh, it was that enormous. Win, and it goes better for Ryan. Yeah. If, if Carabinier drew a gate, you'd probably consider it. But from 10, a lot needs to go it? right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely a winning especially chance. Especially the way the, the Better and Bell's a winning chance as tracks, well. But, yeah. I mean, it's 1,300 metres, never won past 11, and it's a horse that struggles to win as it is. So, um, yeah. If Better and Bell's the current market, 650, Pepper Salt, 390, Ginger Flyer, 310. There's just a bit of question marks on it all. I'm, mm. Yeah. I'm hoping when everything goes up, we see some $8 or so safety bay and um, – yeah, I think that's enough for me. But as BJ said, very open race and um, pattern on the first couple might be key. If you see a really hot inside pad, Jaguar Grey, yeah, would be suited again, I guess. Okay. Race four, the Crown Perth Handicap. Gee, I tell you what, Crown Perth is going to be absolutely rocking. <laughs> well. It's going to be, going to be wild. We've got, we got to enter into an after party as oh. well. It's at the High Line. I've never even heard of it. It's never a rooftop bar at the Crown, apparently. Oh, I think I know where it is. It's, so, yeah, it's above the theatre. On yeah, the theatre side, yeah. putting on a little, uh, little after show, so... Pray for me on Saturday. I'll tell you what. I pray for all the people that are going to start drinking early. And mm -hmm. by the time the footy rolls around, yeah. they're going to be in some strife. The next day, who won? Hey, they, who won? They're going Especially to be with the 10.30 start at Belmont. People yeah. might be across here. Oof. Free entry as well. Yeah. Really? Don't forget. All day or like just late? <laughs> Free. How do they do it? Anyway. Wow. Crown Perth, uh, handicap, race four of the day, Blackheart, but stakes day. This is a graduation handicap over the mile, 1650 metres when the rail's out, nine metres. And uh, yeah, this is another sort of wishy-washy type affair that you could roll in a few different directions. There's a few horses that are sort of 
you trust. There's a few horses that you don't but are capable. And then you've got the class in uh, the top weight with 61.5. The WA Oaks, WA Derby place get a temptation. You should just be about ready to hit her straps third up this prep. Terry, any strong opinion? Race four of the day? Uh, I've got a pretty strong opinion that Temptation doesn't look anywhere near it at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, how good was that ride from Battle Willow the other day? Like, he ran fifth of nine, beaten two and a half. Like, he got off, peeled. It was just – and Sean McGrady's ride on Avalon Bay. Mm-hmm. Just You said it before. Like, I don't think anyone's riding – what am I trying to say? Better races than Sean McGrady. Like, he's just riding, like, good races. But um, yeah, I think with Temptation, I think we just have to wait for that. For the journey, you know. Um, look, from a speed map point of view, I, I thought this was um, one of the more straightforwardish races of the day. Um, Peppy Jack will roll forward. I don't think there'll be a real intent to lead hard with Peppy Jack. I think they'll just want to let Lucy cruise across, um, which means there's there's probably an opportunity. I don't think they'll take it up. An opportunity with a horse like Call Again to, to, go, lead. And, to go and lead potentially. Yeah. But I think Peppy Jack might cross, find the fence and Call Again might have to amble up into the breeze. Um, Alden's another horse with reasonable gate speed. And if they go slow enough, it might just have to amble up into the breeze and, and sort of be left there. Um, but Giant Leap, Jump! If you watch its jump, it's been jumping better than all these. Yeah. It's just being restrained to impossible positions. So, like, you talk about hard horses to trust. I, I've, I don't have any scars because the last three starts with Giant Leap three forty two fifty two. I've sort of taken it on those yeah. three. This this is Giant Leap's race. Yeah, like, this is. is just down to. Yep. I think people have just are going to have scars from some of that. I've got Giant Leap getting the back of call again in the one one just about. Um, the run last start down the centre of the track was just so big and I, I was big glamour pack that day and there was only 0.3 of a length between the pair of them and Giant Leap's run was Probably a three lengths better run, really, wasn't at it? At least, yeah. and, and yeah. it maps to, and it maps. <laughs> what about on that as well? What about so. Troy Turner took off on Ukbar Ook, Ted, oh, yeah. and then as soon as he got around Giant Leap, it was gone. Yeah, like it, it went for two hundred meters, and it was gone. And then Lacta had to come restrain, come around yep. and wider. It was just, it was a horror show. Now look, Giant Leap's no superstar, but um, is he a hard horse to ride, or is he just perennially unlucky? This like he's just perennially. Yeah. You go back, yeah, he won well first up. Yep. Uh, second up, he was stiff, stiff behind Notorious yep. One, beating a length. He was beating my Bad Wolf. I think he's a better horse. Yeah, you had every chance. Um, had to, yeah, yep. he had every chance. Beat yep. my Bad Wolf, but in third was Nobel Lawrence, who'd be pretty, pretty uh, favourable here. Yep. It was just a better race in a seventy-two plus. Yep. And um, and last start, he came from an impossible position when um, the the. Yep. Winner and second horse were leaders back and back of that, yeah. which was the the winning line. So, Lactar, um, yeah, should be right. But he could probably even grab leaders back here just about. It's he, he should get every conceivable. I've got no real issues. I know people will say uh, three wins from seven on a soft, zero from eight and a good. But if you go back through the form, the form on a good track isn't bad. It's just um, that stat's a little bit of an anomaly, I suspect. So, call again's going super, but. Goes up two kilos and beating Indominus at Northern when those nothing else turned up that day. Roman Fleur didn't turn up. Uh, and the start before, I was actually on a Belmont start before, was a 10 out of 10 from Lisa Staples um, beating a home run to fair run. So going up two kilos and going up a mile in grade and carrying more weight than a horse like Giant Leap, it's going to need to be good. It, it can win. I actually think it can win. But um, it's going to need to be really good and probably step up to another level once again. But um yeah, giant leap for me. I've actually marked um, beat the bell uh, second favourite here, which might surprise. I've got it three back the fence. Um, I think beat the bell at this stage of its career. It's a miler. I think it's going really, really well. Yeah. I love it. I cuddled up run and sprinting late. I think if Kira gets into the race at the right time, I think it's one that probably goes around high teens and, and runs you a cheeky you race. But in, yeah. I can't see it with with normal luck and everything being normal, getting past giant leap. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for something a bit more value, I think beat the bell. Um, yeah, as I said, I've, I've marked it. Um, so I marked it third elect. I'm $2.30 giant leap. 
660 call again um, and $8 beat the bell. Okay. I was $3 giant leap mm-hmm. and uh, I'm with you. I think this this is his race on Saturday. Uh, draws a gate. Uh, Lactar won't make the same mistake again getting caught in a pocket uh, like he did last time. Because underneath him that day, like, he had a few horses like General Grant, Alma Halo, and he jumped better than him. Yep. But then he was like, oh, I push forward, I might end up in the breeze. Yep. He had to restrain. And, and he, if he if he had a good barrier, he probably lands in third. But instead, he, he's, he's last on the turn. I agree. So This is, this yeah. is his race on Sunday, uh, Giant Leap. Uh, would love to see Atlantis Beach in a maiden. I was thinking about that. Yeah, but- I don't mind what he's doing here. So I've actually thought about this. So he owns it himself, right? So he probably just thinks, well, I don't care about winning a maiden. And Cliffy's like, well, if it wins a maiden, I get three points. If it wins this, I get four. And this race is worth, prize money-wise, is worth double or whatever. It's going to get there eventually. So I'm just going to race it in this grade for now. Yeah, nice horse. I don't mind it. Um, But it's not winning from 10. No, no, but it's just just love for it to be placed in a- uh, accordingly, but yeah, uh, but Cliffy Green, he just he doesn't mind sending him around on a sad day. So, uh, but yeah, Atlanta Speech is a horse that's going to win its share of races. But yeah, pretty keen. Giant leap race four of the day. Yep. All right, Terry, let's take a break. We'll come back with the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Ma- Mastermind from the big deck at the Mundaring Hotel, heart of the hills since 1899. Okay. A, what a fitting time to be uh, launching the Mundaring Hotel's WA Racing Mastermind competition as we sit on the deck, on Butchie's big deck big, at the Mundaring Hotel. Big deck energy up oh, here. It's, it's going I'm off. I'm feeling it too. Uh, Terry, how good is it? We're up here at the Mundaring, heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Punters, listeners, if you get a chance, drop in, see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor, say good day. make sure you let him know that you listen to the 1-1 WA Racing Podcast and he'll roll out the red carpet for you. That is for sure and certain. Last week, Terry... Jay Rooney just went bang, didn't he? He did. He, so he, he took, did he took care of bookie Scotty McCormack, three zip. Scotty's been limping all week. <laughs> <laughs> this week, this is going to be interesting. This week we have young mm. gun, Toby Dunn, stepping up to the plate. And uh, there has been a little bit of money trickling in for young Toby in the early markets. Oh, Pete Anthony has had a fortune on yeah. early. Yeah, he's, he's declared him the sharpest mind in WA racing. No pressure. Well, let's chat to him. Welcome to the 1-1, Toby. Hey boys, um, good to be here. Uh, just not so good to have that sort of pressure on. I, I don't want to. I don't want to lose any money. Well, it's it's too late. The money's being held. Uh, your price is firmed. Oh. I thought Toby Dunno is then three dollars twenty into a dollar eighty. You're into outright favoritism, despite Rooney's oh. absolute shellacking. <laughs> Jay- Scotty McCormick a week ago, he's, he's lost favoritism. The Jay- money, I can't do anything about the money. The money, the mar- money that's came. I think it's an overbet, and I think Jay's now some value. Is it a bit like they? Ha- yeah, it is a bit like they. Pete's they. Hashtag they. Yeah, hashtag. Who knew? Pete A was they. Yeah. All Peter, along. Pete A is they. So, Toby, just just for our listeners out there, mate, um, tell us what's your what's your involvement in the in the in the racing game. I, we we see you on track alongside Nat Francis doing the the mounting yard scouting reports. Um, what what else do you get up to, Toby? Uh well, well, just just the. The racing, really, at the minute, um, I'm out of been out of high school for a couple of years, and I've I've just loved fell in love with racing and trying to do my best to make something out of that. So you're a, you're a full time racing man. Uh, 
Yeah. You could say that. So, how old are you, Toby? Uh, I'm 20. 20. You've spent good. the last couple of years training for your uh, your crack at the mastermind. You? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been I've been practicing for this for, for a long time. Yeah. Well, as Eminem once said, it's uh, you got one shot, <laughs> one opportunity. <laughs> it sees everything you ever wanted. I'm going to stop now. Toby, yeah. So, uh, where's Jay? Are we going to get Jay on the on the blower? Jay Rooney. Yeah. Our dual like ma- just- carryover champion, mm, Jay please. Rooney. Jay, welcome back, mate. Thanks, guys. I think I'm a bit of a sitting duck here, just uh, waiting to get run down by someone. So um, the, the plunge is on, the money's on. We'll see if I can uh, Jeez. Um, defy, defy the odds now. Loves to play the underdog, doesn't he, Jay? Loves yeah. to play the underdog. It's he's smart, got a bit though. of a loop beverage, yeah. beverage tactics. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah. He loves to backs yeah. against the wall. Yeah, he loves to just just think he's an honest battler. But I think he's uh, yeah, he might have a length or two in most uh, most runners he comes up against. Yeah. So Jay's uh, shooting for the three peat today, Terry, and he's trying to edge his way ever so closer to a seat at the uh, mm-hmm. the big event, mm-hmm. the Perth Racing Guru end of year away. end of year bang, party. Bang, bang. All right, Toby Dunn, Jay Rooney, your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. Here we go. Challenger, are you ready? Uh, Yeah, mate. Mastermind, are you ready? Yep, let's go. Three, two, one. All right, the usual who am I question to kick off proceedings. I rode 629 winners, the last of those being on the 9th of March 2019. Group 1 success eluded me, though I did win two Group 2s, seven Group 3s and 21 other black type races. Uh, I rode the most winners for Mr Peter Fernie with 65, while I rode uh, the second most for Grant Williams with 52 it took Blackheart Bart. Jay. 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 Gwen Smith. Oh, oh that's good. It's good. good. I just, uh, we just read that out to, uh, we got Butch here with us and he, he didn't really miss many of the questions. That, that was one that got past him. So uh, I'm very impressed. Um, yeah, it took Blackheart Bart nine races to break his maiden. My first ride on him was that maiden victory. Uh, I went on to win um, seven further black type races and I ride with the whip predominantly. In my left hand. Glenn Smith is the answer. So Jay is one, Toby is zero, and Glenn Smith's a little bit of a uh, whatever happened to. He is. We, we should hunt him down, yeah. see what he's up to. Very much so. Jay one, Toby zero. Over to you, Terry. Okay. As I said, I, I was in charge of the questions this week, so I apologize in advance. Black Heart Bar won six group ones in an illustrious career. How many of those were in Western Australia? Toby. Toby. Uh, zero. Very Ooh, good, very good. Toby Dunn, one one, and second day uh, into in the railway shots, didn't Correct. he? Yeah, I was yeah. on. You were on him. Yeah, <laughs> PJ remembers that. Three one. wide, no cover the entire. All right, got beat ahead. <clears throat> he got beaten ahead. Exactly mm. right, and uh, it was headed. Uh, great shot was behind after about with two hundred to go. Great good shot, one for the battlers. Yeah. Uh, okay, question two: Which horse ran second in the 2017, 2018, and 2019 Hannon's handicap? Three, Three, two, one. Bah. Jerry? Lads, you there? Got me, son. Yeah, me too. It was Roger the Roman. Mm. 
Oh, there you go. How's that? Yeah, three seconds, three consecutive yeah, years. I knew, I knew he ran second once or twice, but uh, three on the bounce, that's uh, that's stiff. He was uh, one of the people's horses. Got Not many horses have their own Twitter accounts, exactly, PJ, but exactly. uh, he does. Okay, question number three. Uh, one, one. One, one. Yeah. Fitting, one, one. Valor Road is on the third line of betting for this week's Black Heart Bark Stakes. Black Heart Bark Stakes. Who was the jockey who rode him to Magic Millions and Karakata Plate success? Oh, Jay, just in a photo. Aaron Mitchell. Yeah, very good. There wasn't much in that. You're right, Jay. Yeah, Jay, I heard the big horse from a few weeks ago. I reckon he got robbed with a photo, but uh, yeah, I reckon you you found the... uh... I I, I heard my own voice first. That's another controversy. That's another controversy. It's another controversy. Okay. Back yourself, Toby. Two. One. Jay. Jay, two. Toby, one. Vital Silver has twice been placed at Group 1 level. Who was the only other runner in this weekend's Blackheart Bart, Blackheart Bart Stakes to have a Group 1 placing on their CV? Toby. 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 Unicorn. Oh, good get. Good two, get. Two. Yeah, that is a good get. I, I thought the- you were going to ask who was the only other runner that ran in last year's Blackheart Bart, which was also Unicorn. No, oh, you were covered either way. He's, done his, the early he's done his own work. Okay, well, how, how, I must say, how good are Terry's questions today? He's yeah, he's, he's risen. You, you're pretty set, sharp, pretty you're, sharp. You're setting a, I knew we had a big dog on. You're so setting thought, a well, we're gonna, you're setting the high bar for yourself, Guru. We're going to lift it. Oh, this one's from. Uh, okay, this one's, so set the scene. Two, two all, two all. This is it's, for it's a winner this takes is, all type setup. This is for the lot. And, and at least I haven't been clean sweat. <laughs> no, oh, that's a poor attitude. Come on. Uh, well, this is one from a, a little while ago, so I'm not sure how it'll help the youth of today. But um, oh no, this is me. No, this is me. I'm going to start a question with the words Danny Miller. So I'm going to give you a heads up, okay? <laughs> Danny Miller wound the clock back to win the 2009 Hannon's handicap aboard which David Harrison trained Jay. Galloper. Jay. Jay. McLurch. Oh, <laughs> it was. It was McLurch. Oh, that is Terry. a bit. I, that, I did him in order. You can't do that to me. I had him written out. You we had him in you order. Should've, should've yeah. Flipped. Yeah. Was yeah. I even born then? <laughs> uh, no, you wouldn't have been, actually. No, you were negative two. So Jay no. survives by the skin of <laughs> his does. teeth. An almighty scare. The plunge goes astray. Jay Rooney, congratulations. You are once again the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Thanks, guys. Well played, Toby. Put up a good fight, mate. Oh, put up a good, good fight. He's got a bit of experience on me. Toby, yeah. done. That was impressive. That was impressive from young Toby, wasn't it? It certainly was. It certainly was. I thought uni time was quite a uh, quite a difficult one. And uh, how's that with Roger the Roman, though? Second three years in a row in yeah. Annans. That's, um, that's amazing. I wouldn't have got that. I, 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 I blanked, wouldn't have got that. I blanked yep. on that. I should, I should know that because I once tried to get my dad to buy a share in it when I went to Broome <laughs> and begged him for weeks and weeks. That would have been, that would no. been before all three, wouldn't it? I uh, guess. Well, if it was carrying, if it was carrying yeah. your weight, it probably wouldn't have uh, run a hole so, at all. So, Toby, yeah, Toby, not. Toby Dunn, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, almost, almost pulled off the big plunge of 2021. But Jay Rooney, you remain the mastermind, and you you move ever so closer to that five wins, which will see you. Book yourself a seat at the Perth Racing Guru end of season party. But more importantly, another $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring is in the mail. Jay Rooney, congratulations. A three-time Mastermind winner. Will you be back again to defend your title next Thursday? Yeah, definitely, boys. I'll be back on deck and uh, 
and looking forward to getting up the Mundaring pretty soon. Excellent. And Toby, mate, would love to get you on the 1-1 again. Uh, you're a young star in the making and uh, good luck uh, on the punt over the weekend. I'll do, I'll do my best. I've got to get some more collects in the tipping comp. I'm, I'm just outside the top 10. I, I'm planning on getting into it. All right. Can you give us a bit of an insight? you got any early thoughts? Uh, quite like multiverse. Quite like multiverse. Okay, I like that. That'll get you a bit of value. That might even pop you up top if you whacked 100 on it. You know, I, I don't know if I'll go the full 100. I, I might share it around with Massimo. Okay, very right, good. Mate. Well, best of best of luck, Toby. You were uh, you were a little bit stiff to run into uh, to run into Danny Danny Miller. Danny question. Miller question. Ran, ran, into, <laughs> ran into a good one. Yeah, you ran into a good one. Oh, I, was hoping, I was hoping for a cheer off boy question. I like cheer off boy. Oh, oh yeah. Next time, we're, we're going to have to get you back on again. I think yeah. you might be uh, you might almost be the stopper. Like yeah, the, uh, repercharge. charge. Yeah, Personalise the question for me, please. Yeah, next time I will. Next time I will. Very good, Toby. Jay. Thanks again. We'll chat to you next week. Congratulations, fellas. Well done. Thank you. Three straight for the man from the West. There's not much in it, is there? Because oh. that's uh, – what was the question where there was an inch in it? Um, that was the – yeah, the where, there, that was uh, the question uh, before. Uh, 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 Aaron Mitchell, yeah, yeah, the Aaron Mitchell one. So, yeah, fine margins, isn't it? Fine it's, margins. It's a game of inches, the mastermind. I, I have them it? written out because I think it's unfair if I change the questions to potentially suit somebody. So I have them written out in order, and that was the order we were going in. And um, Toby missed his opportunity with the Roger the Roman. That could have really established himself. Yeah, especially if he was going to buy it as yeah. well. Actually, that, I didn't think about that. That was, that was the that was the one that got away from him, and he could yeah. that could have sealed the deal. But got to two two, and Jay with that bit of experience was yeah. The, that's he a had good, boys, that's, didn't he? That's still a good get. At the six hundred, everyone started to go. Jay just sat there and said, you know what? I'm going to wait till the turn. He waited till the turn, peeled off, and he um, only won by a lip, but that's all he had to win by. Still says a W in the book. Sure does. So that's three straight for Jay Rooney. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, Mastermind 2.0 continues to roll along, and we're going to have to find someone to try and knock him down a peg or two. I have someone in mind. Okay, that's Hannon's Handicap. Oh yeah, next Thursday. So uh, we better could get be a- me. Hey, could get me on. <laughs> no, don't. Do not get me on. My uh, brain will not work on Thursday morning. All right, and it was an impressive debut, one-one debut from Toby Dunn. We might be getting yeah. back on for for a chinwag. So, all right. Race five, the C Corp handicap over twelve hundred meters, and uh, yeah, we see the return of outstanding mare kiss on all four cheeks. Has to be regarded as one of our best three-year-olds last season. She won the Lestia Classic. She won the WA Breeders Classic at Bunbury. Probably a good thing beating the Challenge Stakes as well. You know, race won by Salaya, who's a very, very good horse in her own right. Kissing all four cheeks is the real deal. She's heading for big it races. Pal as yeah, well. heading for yeah. big races over the Ascot Racing Carnival, and she makes her return from a uh, from a break uh, this Saturday in the C Corp Handicap. For mine, she just looks like a class above these. Is uh, is there any any way, shape, or form that you can see one of these other horses taking up to her? Yeah, she she probably only gets beaten if um, if she's not hundred percent or if um, if luck evades her yeah. in the run. BJ, I I like to look um, at a stable in this sense. First of all, the stable that you have some type of trust in, which I do with the Danny Morton Yard, and secondly, um, you look at the horse and whether they've sort of had a similar assignment thrown at them in the past. Um, so she was spelled uh, in May of 2020, came back in October. So just uh, about a five-month break. First up, carried 58 and a half. So she's got a half a kilo more here, and uh, she was a dominant winner um, over First Law and Secret Plan was in the race that day, and a pretty sharp little three-year-old. Just went whack. Bunch, yeah. First 
Coast Law, by the way, might be under a new ownership group shortly. Is that right? <laughs> I might. Stay tuned. I might, we might have had another one to the stable. Um, Fair justice, first law. And you had, they're all coming from very similar form lines, aren't they? <laughs> um, so she was, uh, she was throwing that assignment. She won it well. And then a similar, again, not probably a little bit different, I guess. After the champion fillies in um, November, uh, sorry, after the Lestia, sorry, in early December, she came back at the end of January. So about a six, seven week break over the 1100 meters. She had a pretty tough time in transit um, with Brad Parner from an awkward gate. She won really comfortably as well with again, 58 and a half kilos. So um, she is one first up off reasonable let up. Just a little bit longer. Um, this is sort of six and a half months type thing. Uh, I'm sure this isn't the aim for her. She'll be definitely, um, yeah, she'll have bigger goals, more lofty goals in mind. But, um, yeah, she's all class. She's 6 from 11, and the five she's lost you can make excuses for for, for various reasons. If she was Cerise and Wyatt, yep. people would be talking her up as a big player yeah, for the for the uh, 100%. Asian Bow, Peters, Railway Stakes type pathway. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 100%. Is that, yep. Are they going down a um, I, I believe, Railway Stakes? I believe so, yeah. yeah. So yep. that's – I mean, there's always the risk. And I did it with Graceful Girl first up, and I look back – you always look back at you – seasons as they're coming to an yeah. end and I remember hopping into Graceful Girl very heavily at Belmont and, and maybe I should have waited a start um, but sometimes you don't get that same opportunity and what the, the advantage we're getting with this field is there's um, some really strong money horses from last start going around um, and horses that looks that look well placed in this type of grade which is the reason Kissing all four cheaps might be three dollars instead of two dollars twenty, mm. and it might be be a betting opportunity. So, so I'm those talking money about horses, yeah. Crystal Spirit last start was obviously twelves to, um, or even longer perhaps, into about five bucks. Loomed up to beat Isaria. That was a really suitable speed map, I thought that day, despite the fact it was last. But everything made sense. Um, firmer track, which may not be as big an issue looking at the run behind Captain Chaos two starts ago. But I don't know if Crystal Spirit will get. I don't know if this race suits as much as last week's did. You couldn't see Crystal Spirit coming from behind kissing off all Exactly, that's being on. Exactly sure. right. And then you've got All Day Session, who was um, sort of five fifty into three dollars seventy uh, last week. Um, look, first of all, All Day Sessions thousand to twelve hundred. Uh, all Day Session um, is soft six to good four. It's just it, there's some real negatives there for, for all day, and gate nine as well. So there's some real negatives there for all day session. Yeah. So for me, all, I've got all day session after last week. I was obviously pretty keen. Um, I've got all day session, healthy double figures, healthy double figures in this race, even with Pike going on. Um, and then you've obviously got Pooley, who's a pretty strong money horse. And this looks a great map for yeah. a horse like Pooley. It should go to the top. Lucy Warwick's on, which is interesting. Um, Sean O'Donnell has opted to stick with Crystal Spirit, and that's that's understandable. And they've gone with Lucy Warwick, who's riding a lot for Darren Taylor. Mm-hmm. He's doing a good job, Darren Taylor. Very good job. Yeah, like Darren Taylor. Um, yep. But I just don't know how much forgiveness I have. Um, I know last start there was excuses to some degree, but um, yeah, it was a little bit plain from the breeze. And, and is another that's traditionally better on a firmer tra- on a dry, on a wetter surface. So um, look, I think Paul Lee with a hot rail can definitely run him into the ground. Um, but I just don't know if I have the forgiveness to hold off a horse like Kissing All Four Cheeks. River Dance has come out this morning, BJ. Um, I was worried it might be a roadblock horse if it could jump in front of it. It's a, it's a, it's a negative map horse for a kiss on all four cheeks yeah. as well. So it coming out is uh, no deductions yeah. and um, and it's a great. It just increases. It's like Lady is a vamp for very nice. tycoon. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. Exactly right. So it's just got to navigate underneath it now. Position of power, um, who will probably want a similar spot in running. It might even have to take its back. Yeah. It'd be nice if it was in front of it. But I mean, Don's legacy should be on the back of Pooley and State Attorney should be three back the fence. So a lot of those underneath him are going to be hard on the fence. Mm. Her, sorry. So yeah, it looks a really suitable site for kissing all four cheeks, and I'm yeah, I'm two dollars 
this is before the scratching of Riverdance. I was two dollars twenty five. Oh, um, that's exactly my price. So, well. but but with the scratching of Riverdance, I'd probably be shorter. Yeah, this, but is, this, this, some, this feels like a Gary, doesn't it? It does. It does. I'm always wary of a horse first, first up, no up, trial. Yeah. Always wary of a horse first up, no trial. I'm never going to go guts in, but yeah, this is just. I think the reason we're getting three bucks is because there's a few horses that are, are going really well. Nicely. Even even the top weight multiverse was massive in the Nicopolis last Saturday. Three wide, no cover the entire. I was gone. Butchie was on. <laughs> Butchie, Ian O'Connor was on. It was my Maddie actually. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was gone, headed, and then it fought back to be beaten less than a head mm. on the line in a blanket finish. Victoria Corver going on probably lands outside leader. Yeah, it's probably the spot you want to. You probably want to see so it if, you, if you're on board. But it, it, it's a real must. You have to work. Yeah. You probably have to work to get there. I'm just the, the query for me is whether it's a um, an apprentice horse. It looks like a horse that you, I, I most prefer it carrying sixty and a half and having a big strong jockey on. It's a yeah. horse you need to remind the whole race to, to keep its mind on the job. But um, look, if Vic and the horse get along well, the fifty six and a half. That's a really that's a really nice way. He, he's a he's got a. He's pretty consistent. The the figures yeah. that he hits multiverse. So he's a he's a tough bugger. So Kisson or Four Cheeks will want to be pretty much you know not far off spot on. But for mine, I think there's a bit of a class gap here. I think Kisson or Four Cheeks from the draw. Um, Good jock on board. A flies fresh, as Terry has has mentioned in his spiel as well. I think she could uh, she should make a mess of these. That's the big word, class, yep. class, class. Uh, class gap. Well, we were talking about some and, horses and that are contesting the hundred thousand dollar races recently. You got one that's probably going to contest a million dollar races. And, and also with Paulie being in the race and Lucy going on board, I I suspect what brought Paulie undone the other day was they went sort of. They still went quickish early, they? and yeah. then, they, then there was a then big anchor up. drop between the eight hundred and the four hundred. That doesn't suit him. He get, he likes to he likes to roll with momentum. I imagine Lucy's going to have instructions to let him build into the race rather than the stop start nature of last star. Mm. Keep him happy, keep him rolling. That'll create tempo, which will mean that Kiss on a Four Cheeks can can just hum along. For me, if he gets fourth, beaten, fifth. it's it's Paul Lee because yeah. of the pattern of the race yeah. and, and a hot rail. That that's how Kiss on All Four Cheeks gets beaten here. Is yeah. Paul Lee is stealing it? Yeah, so. good. That's why I'm probably even more keen on uh, kiss, kiss on, on. four cheeks. Yeah, as you said, that, I mean, you're talking kiss current on. markets. Kiss on, get on. Four bucks sixty, four dollars eighty. Crystal Spirit all day session. They're going to have to overtake him. Come on, feels like an even money pop. Really, does feel like an even money pop. But yeah. um, I can see where other money does yeah. potentially come. It's it's a funny one in that sense. Well, in the giant leap race we've just discussed, they're both similar prices, both around that three dollar mark. Um, I can't see where the money comes. You know what I mean? So yeah, but pretty keen on that pair. They're they're actually they're my probably the two main bets for the day. I'd suggest giant leap and kiss on all four cheeks. Race six. It's nice to be on a good horse when you think you got a yeah. nice price, isn't it? You don't often get those. Horse. You know? Horse. It's nice to be on a good horse. Good yeah. horse. Playing golf with the big horse next Wednesday. Hey, really? Yeah, I'm playing golf with three blokes who all play off about seven or eight, and I play off about seven under or eight hundred. So um yeah, on the on the clay in Calgary before we go to the Kale Car. Is is the big horse still a bit um still a bit dirty about the dirty, dirty, the yeah. mastermind? He's not paying for his round, I think. Beans is a moral beat and so no, he's a he's a dirty big horse, but he lives at this time of the year, I'll tell you what. The goldfield's his yeah. time to shine. That's uh, shout out to Joshy Fuchs. Um and uh, hopefully you can teach Terry a thing or two on the uh, on the golf course. I hope so too. Next week. Race six is the Morley Growers Market handicap over twelve hundred meters, special conditions, graduation. It's a fifty nine plus this one. And um, I must say that I have been a bit slow on the uptake with the come magic situation. I don't know. 
about you, where, where you were at with this horse, Terry. But the they knew last start, found the front was two twenty into a dollar eighty and uh, and one over the thousand meters. Found the rail in front. Did, they, Pike, know, did they know how bad the race was potentially? Uh, that's all I, I think, think. I think so. And the hardest to beat. Don't was, forget the hardest rail, to beat was going to be last. A hot yep. rail and the horse that's run second, beaten under a length, has come from last down yep. the center of the track. And it's it's a good horse, but not a great horse. Yeah. So, handy, handy, yeah. yeah. So, but the thing that was interesting was how positive William Pike was about come magic post-race. What do you say? Just that, just re- that really, really nice mare, beautiful big stride, uh, got a, uh, yeah, got a bright future. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, okay, so maybe I've, I've been a bit harsh on the way that I've marked come magic. He didn't magic. say the same things about the slug when he jumped off, by the way. He didn't? No. Well, it wasn't as close. Uh, no future. Uh, small stride. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Car on the slug. Never lose. He said never again. No, the slug's gone. <laughs> slug's gone? Yeah, we're leasing it out, I think. Huckle told me. So, okay. yeah, slug's gone. Thank God. All right. So, come magic, found the front, kicked, lengthened, and held off the fast finishing Divine Beast at $1.80 over a 1000 last start. Looks like William Pike's going to find the front again. Looks a suitable map. Yeah. Rising yeah, the to the, rising to the 1,200 third up. The thing I look at is you're up two and a half kilos. Yep. You're going to get more pressure with fair joy in the race, and it's a harder race. So, yeah, this this for me is it's um, I I'm, I think the market wise they're not as bad. I thought they were going to be a bit shorter with Cums Magic, and I yeah. thought this is another one I could get my um. This one I I think is a massive chance of winning, and I think deserves favoritism. Yeah, but I'm I think it's closer to your, I don't know four or five dollar pop. Just this is this, as I said, this is considerably harder than what it's coming out, was, of, and it's up to twelve hundred. And I was three eighty. Just repeating exactly what I said. Three eighty Cum Magic. Yeah, I, it, was, it was mainly for just the fact that Fair it's, Joy will be. There won't be any stopping once it gets halfway there this time. Fair Joy will be uh, having a crack. It'll it'll just go the breeze. But yeah. Ryan Hill with Fair Joy likes to put the pressure on a fair way from home because it's a tough horse. Fair Joy, as I said, is one that always goes around over the odds. Don't think it can win, but yep. it can help the rest of them win. Um, interestingly, Smashing's fourteen hundred back to twelve hundred. He hasn't been jumping well, BJ. So I'm interested, and it's so important for the map here. If Cocky Joy can, who's been jumping really well, can jump. Get across smashing. You probably get the back of Come Magic with, and you, you'd hope Come Magic can shake off Fair Joy, which means you're popping out off the back of Come Magic with a horse like Cocky Joy. That's that could be a really nice spot to be, couldn't I it? I really like this placement from Jimmy Greaves. Sometimes uh, Jimmy and us I'm don't gonna, always don't always agree with uh, with the few programming gra- few grievances. How a few grievances precisely. However, this looks this looks a much better option for Cocky Joy coming back in grade, low draw. Brad Willow going back on board. I think Cocky Joy is going to be the big improver on Saturday. Yeah, well, I don't, is it an, is it improvement? improver? Yeah, that's is that, it even an improvement? That's, so, a, that's a good point. I mean, first up, Cocky Joy. This is a career high weight, which I found interesting, but um, I think that's somewhat offset at times by having a heavyweight jockey on because it's not much. Uh, that's obviously everyone feels differently about that, but um, yeah, Cocky Joy first up was huge behind IC Red. IC Red an all day session from last over a thousand from the widest gate. <laughs> yeah, Jade had to snag it from the widest gate, and then second up um, was honest, beaten four point one lengths at weight for age to too close to sun. It's who won? Wild, wild How far did Two glass of sun win that race, Bob? Uh, they came late at it, but yeah, they came late. But, you know, I'm talking Sammer's dad and tell them we're coming. We're second and third. So it was a pretty, pretty nice so race. So it's been beaten four lengths. Yep, beaten yep. four lengths. And then last start on what I think was not the spot to be on that inside pad. Lucy sort of got, was under pressure a little bit coming around the turn, but um, she got chopped out a little bit in the straight and the horse didn't give much from there. But Don't, it, don't it, fuss sort of... Um, wouldn't budge, yeah. wouldn't budge and allow no, Lucy free at three. So yeah. it was 
Yeah, it started at 20 bucks in, in that race. Um, it was beaten 4.7. That was a 78 plus. So it's carried four and a half kilos more than it should have in the weight for age race. It's obviously uh, batting, um, yeah, batting out of its grade. So look, this is a this is nice place. When you go back to last campaign with Cocky Joy and um, there was that big win at um, Bummery. We were there, I think. Lucy got through the field and went bang and put him away and beat Pleto from memory. Yeah. Um, and came out and was a moral beaten in a Should 72 plus that. behind Tycoon Storm. Um, and if you look at another run, that campaign, the 1200 meter run, missed the kick badly you know, in the Marjorie Charlson in a race won by Clairvoyance, um, got chopped out at the top of the straight. And you look at the horse that it sprinted alongside and was arguably just as good, if not better than, they were Platinum Bullet, Cryptic Love. Watch me dance. Watch me dance. Yeah. So it, the, the top liners. So... Um, yeah, Cocky Joy, off seven days, it's been a successful recipe in the past. It makes a lot of sense for me that Cocky Joy can grab the back of a horse like Come Magic. Um, and, yeah, if it holds that type of form, it, that should be enough to be right in the finish here. Um, I, I haven't had much success with James Grove over the journey. His horses – and money comes hard for these horses sometimes, but I, I, I don't have a good correlation with finding him, but this is one I'm going to – Try to find Jimmy G. I don't have I don't have much success with Jimmy. I'm gonna got more success with Brett Pope than Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, I've, I've marked it equal favorite though. Okay, in the leg up, I've got Come Magic on top ahead of Cocky Joy. However, the way that things have shaken out this morning, especially from a market point of view, because I had them pretty closely, tightly marked as well. I think I'm going to switch my selection on the leg on yep. the uh, the podcast to Cocky Joy. Cocky Joy looks the bet for me. Again, we're still. Waiting for bloody out. markets. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at sort of three fifty, eight bucks, nine bucks, three six five. They're the only two we have to really reference at the minute. So they they could be irrelevant odds. Surely it's nine dollars, three six five, four twenty. Um, come magic, three six five. So okay. Um, there could be this could be well supported. Who? Cocky Joy. Yes, because yeah, um, it has been found by the market. There's before. a few unders. Yeah. There's a few unders here. Enticing's well under the odds at eight bucks. Uh, I'm a hundred to one enticing. Bragwell is the right price. Um, it deserves to be in the mix massively. Uh, maps pretty nicely. Yep. Um, trial was good, albeit not franked with Mantelli not going super yesterday, but I still thought the trial was really nice. Uh, former Captain Chaos last campaign. And um, Smashing's the other one, but I'm jury's out a little bit. 1,400 down to 1,200. Um, yeah, I'm I not too sure. I, there's a big need- chance. Look, some of Jimmy Graves get absolutely walloped in betting, and this has the potential to be walloped in betting. So I'll be <laughs> trying to lock and load as much early as I can. Okay. The thing with smashing is she just doesn't hasn't been settling in her race. Has been very strong on the bridle for mm. Chris Parnham. And the other day when she, she just lets it flop, and yeah, takes three of the fence. Yeah, yeah. I I think the other day because it missed the kick and he wanted to be in a spot, he sort of squeezed and then. So she grabbed grabbed hold and was sort of travelling very very strongly, but the problem was, on that occasion was he w- didn't want to go to the fence and follow uh, the Robert Matthews horse, uh, Little Fryer. Odd little, little flirt. Little flirt. Sorry. Odd, yep. Tactically, that was because tactically. it was a um, a day where you couldn't win if you weren't on the fence, and Little Flirt's horse is going to take you into it. So. So, but from one, maybe he just lets her fall out, as Terry said, fall out, conserve, um, weave, weave its way through. Maybe that's out. why they're back to the 1,200 yeah, too, I to try so. and just so they can run along a bit more. Yeah, I agree. Because the, the- Jury's the, out though. The muddling tempo of the 14 the other day didn't suit it, bought itself undone, and then it just had nothing left uh, in the tank for late in the race when things got tough. But for me, come Magic leads, going to give a good kick. Hopefully that opens things up for Cocky Joy. Cocky Joy getting last crack at it. Could be the guy on Saturday. Yep, looks the uh, looks the value. It's funny, Cocky Joy's also. It probably makes sense to back it each way, but I'm, I just don't trust. I just I just can't hit him. I yeah. just can't hit a Jimmy Grey run. I remember we backed Cocky Joy once last prep, 
and the five, six bucks, and I had it about three, and it jumped on Betfair about 15. I rarely would take one that wobbles like that on, on the exchange. And it, um, it He's ran, got you spooked, hasn't he, Jimmy J? Ran accordingly, does a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he does a little bit. But um, look, at that, at that price, I'm happy. Definitely having something on. Very um, good. We're beating, we're beating. Feature of the day, the Blackheart Bart Stakes, race seven, listed 1,200 metres worth 125,000. It's a good this, little race. Yeah, exciting to see some high-quality horse flesh back in action, Guru. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, I think the top three in the market, other the top three in the market, uh, will be garnering the most interest. Um, well, there's, well, there's, uh, there's like there's like one, two, three, four, five. There's six horses rated ninety eight and above, which is pretty good going at this time of year for uh, for for, uh, for West Australia. That's so, going, yeah. yeah. So which is yeah, that's that's and as the, good as it gets. Elite really. And the two that aren't, you'd suspect have uh, the two that are really low in the ratings. While they probably look out of their depth. They've both ran races in their career, which would probably not, probably not win it, but they'd, they'd make it competitive here. So um, I got no, no issues with E-Always or Mystical View being in the race in yeah. that sense. And they're both going to be out the back trying to run on. So yep. I don't think either of them will challenge the scorers, but this looks a race where Caracapo should probably kick up and lead Vital Silver Breeze. Um, can tuck in potentially. There's there's two options there, but I think it's probably lead and breeze. Yep. Um, and then you'll probably have Massimo and Laver Rod from areas four and five come across and sort of land pretty handy on those two, I would have thought. And uh, that should be the race from there. Bella Road, they could try and be aggressive and pop forward, I but they with might. the blinkers off, um, remaining off, they might have a sort of a railway pitcher in a go back run on yeah, type sense. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't consider Stiff that. That's a, a good point. I don't know either way. They, they, there's a couple of options there, but. Um, you're Even right. This, under normal circumstances, yeah. if this wasn't, if this they weren't probably, on a railway path, final, you know? if they weren't on a railway path, they'd probably bounce and try to sit outside yeah. uh, Caracapo. But on a railway path, might be different tactics. Yeah, it'd yeah. be interesting with the yeah. shades off as well. So yeah. remaining off. So yeah, I think the race is running one between Laverod and, and Massimo from a. Um, if he gives Valero a ten, for, and he puts it in the one-one, or he finds a nice spot for it, uh, it's definitely game on. Its trial was just as good as. Um, uh, just as good as Massimo's, mm. I thought. I uh, just had to settle further back. Um, but yeah, I've the markets came to to my opinion, and it, it pretty much is where I'm at. I've got a strong leaning towards Labor on Labor. It's yep. not been one of my sort of go to runners over the journey, um, but reckon that Labor Rod, no disrespect to who's ridden it in the past, I think it's one seven it's of twenty two quintessential. You, you put W Pike on this horse yep. for all those previous starts. I guess one sixteen of twenty two or fifteen <laughs> of twenty two. I agree. I agree. It's, he's ridden it twice, both in Melbourne. He, he didn't even ride it that well on either occasion, to be honest with you. And it just his style of riding, his strength, got it for two pretty big wins. One with sixty kegs sitting deep the trip. Um, yeah, I, I just it's just think, the efficiency that he he's, uh, he he yeah, rides well, his and horses. And with, this which, map looks really nice for it too. It's got a bit of tactical speed. I, I think as there's well. been, I think there's been a bit of confusion as to what Labor Rod actually is over the journey. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? and, I, and I've been know, one of those people that's like, sort of been a bit. But bit I think confused. even the stable, like, is yeah. what, what is he? Is he a thousand meter horse? Is he a is he a go forward horse? Is he a smother horse? What's what's his go? They even tried him down the straight. What, what does he straight? What does he stand for? What does he stand for? What does he stand for? What's his core values? Exactly. So. They even tried him down the straight 1200 at Flemington twice and they rode him without cover on both occasions. And then as soon as Pike got on with the smothering, he went bang, bang and won like a good horse. So, yep. 
from four, he's going to get the perfect setup for mine on Saturday. Hundred percent. The only, I mean, normal, normal conditions with Valero either yeah. going back or having a sticky run, breeze or whatever it ends up. The one that can beat him, and he can beat him, is, is Massimo. Yeah. Um, the Jan Jimmy's. We don't know how much has improved at the trial. Was super. Didn't have much luck in the Northern Stakes or the Roma Cup last campaign, especially the Roma Cup. Um, Massimo, I think, will be better over further. Um, definitely better over a little bit further. While Laverod, I think, is a 1,200-meter specialist, and that's his go. And I think it's got to be a winterbottom campaign for Laverod, while it'll be a railway campaign for Massimo. But, um, yeah, the trial of Massimo was, was good enough to be a major player here. So I'm 260 Laverod, $4.10 Massimo. So, look, current markets, the, the price isn't there for Laverod, but I'm going to um, I'm gonna hold fire. And, and if I get um, – I'll probably only need 270, 280 to bet. I'm not going to get much over that. Yeah. And that'll probably do me. If, if it starts – Shorter than that, I'll, I'll just watch the race probably go around. I was two sixty Laver Rod, four fifty Massimo, oh, six very good, six dollars Valero. What yeah, were you Valero? Seven, seven, yeah. Oh, seven high sevens, I think. Just from the just from the gate, um, I found it difficult. But the big thing about this race, I don't think I'm going to get my price Laver Rod. Yeah, because the rest of them look under the odds to me. Yep, that's the concern. And, and, and as the as the percentages come down, they're gonna they're gonna blow out. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah. look, I. I just chuck it in market order here. Valor Road's five fifty. It doesn't get any shorter. Vital Silver's eleven dollars. I think. I think it looks a tired horse at eight years old. I think it might be. Um. I think it might be. Might be gone. Caracapa goes to the front. And is honest, but I think twelve dollars is bare bones. Mystical View, is thirteen bucks. I mean, that tells you a story. Watch yep. me dance. It's drawn the widest gate. It's going to need it's gonna some go type of steer, even if it's yeah. even if it's good enough, you yeah. know. So they've all got to get out. So the the two forty lay rod at the moment is probably about as good as it's going to get. My two sixty. Maybe I I could have had it at a little. A little firmer, but that's just trying to push it for a bit. I, I suspect. Think, you know, the, so. I suspect if the money is going to come for oh, it Massimo, to, it? if it comes from Massimo, then yeah. we might be able to have a bet. Yeah, but um, I reckon it'll come for later on because the stable. We'll see what happens. Yeah, the stable don't mind hopping in. So, uh, and I imagine Massimo being the quality horse, I, re I reckon his track work would have been all spot on. His trial spot on. That probably. They're probably happy with him. Be happy again, Jimmy. Happy, and I, and I would have thought they would be thinking the mid fours is probably a good price. So. Mm. But yeah, Labor Rod, the horse to beat for mine. Um, I think I said two sixty. Yeah, two sixty Labor Rod, same as Terry. If I get anything, anything uh, above that, bit, yeah. yeah, that's that. That'll do, mate. Track pattern doesn't really affect it either. Later in the day, I don't think there's much that comes into it in that sense. So if he turns up, he wins. I think Labor Rod. That's the way I look at it. I, I don't think it's that simple because yeah. I, d I don't we don't know Massimo's ceiling. Laverod's a good horse, but mm -hmm. you know Massimo can be a very if if the Jan Jamies get this to improve um, a length or two on what Adam had it like this is yeah, Massimo's a proper horse. We just don't. That's why I don't. I'm not popping this at two. This is why it wasn't two twenty for me or two ten because we just Massimo. We don't know. Yeah. Massimo c can just be better than it. They they might sprint together and Massimo might be better. It might have the improvement from um from that yard. We just don't know. That's why I want my two sixty. That's mm. all. I, I think Laverod wins. I think Laverod's the better of the two horses. Yeah. But I'm just telling you why I'm two sixty, not two twenty. Hundred percent. And also, the thing is with Laverod, he he might just be coming into. He might be coming into his own. They might. He might have another level to go to as keep, well. If they can keep booking W Pike. Yeah. Honestly, that that will be the difference. And if they can't book W Pike, if he's committed to a uh, threesome white runner, I really, I really hope they look at a similar style of jockey like a Clint Johnston Porter. Yep. Um, or a Chrissy Parnham. So. Yeah. Good little race. Not a. Um, it's a good race to shape the carnival to mm. some degree. They're all on sort of different paths. I think Labor Rod's on a winter bottom, and um, the other two. Major fancies are probably on railway paths, but um, yeah, three very good horses. Race eight of the day. Chaff. Glenroy, chaff, handicap. 2,100 metres, it's a rating 65 plus this one. So is on the quick backup after a uh, pretty decisive win 
last Saturday. He's one of the major players, as is the top weight, born to try. Paul Harvey, they're not going for the claim on this occasion. Paul Harvey goes on. It's going to carry, going to carry the full 60 kgs after Kishore. Kishore. Duran rode her last start. And the other major player, number 11, Sugarcane, gate one, William Pike with the 55 kg smack bang on the minimum. Maybe it was an availability thing of maybe there weren't the apprentice they were happy to put on. And that's why, because they've gone with the apprentice with 54, but not with 60. Because um, Keshaw was not riding at this meeting. He might be serving that suspension yeah, from, I think from Elementaria. Yeah. Yep. So the only other options were probably um, Vicky Korver. They could have offered Lacta the rider. I reckon he would have taken that over surf point probably. Banovich Edwards, yeah, they, they might have decided that, um, with the claims available, this was the best option. Yeah, I'd suspect that, um, it's got a Pont- lot of red hot Pontiff's, uh, starting to, starting to crank at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. this race has got a lot of red hot. Uh, this is born to try, it's got a lot of red hot tip. About yeah, last I agree, week, you know? I agree. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot needs to go right. This is no way races where I, um, I, I'm just sort of going to bet with the value on the day, I suspect. Um, I this was a race I really did want to see the early market for, but I mean, last week we predicted that the money would come for Red Hot Tip and it did in, in and droves. And I, I suspect this week the money will probably come for Born to Try. But I mean- It's yeah, hard, isn't it? Very hard, yeah. yeah. But you want you want six bucks to back Born to Try, don't you? Yeah. Like you want, like not, I think it's three ninety four bucks with uh, with the current agencies. Four um, four sixty. Four sixty, yeah. So you, you'd want even six bucks. I mean, I think it's probably now worth giving vintage stock some credit. Yep. Um, we spoke about it earlier with what was the Fred Kersey runner Safety Bay. It's now built a little bit of trust. Huge first up, good trial before that. Huge first up, and then its last up. They've gone 20 lengths below benchmark and um, as the Hell's Angels pull up, um, <laughs> we've gone 20 lengths below benchmark. <laughs> it's not actually Hell's Angels, very safe place to Monday. Um, not that they would be unsafe. Um, dear me. Shout out to the Hell's Angels. Yeah, I'm getting myself an all here, aren't I? <laughs> um, it's not that um, vintage stock was huge because it uh, held off red hot tip uh, and came from well back in a race. They went 20 lengths below benchmark in. Um, I thought he was... It's actually jumping pretty well. So I'd like to see him not be so defensive out the gates and try and hold up fifth or sixth here. Um, but yeah, I think Vintage Stock can run a race. There's no reason So Wall can't run again. It's drawn to get the same type of map. Uh, Sugarcane ends up three or four back the fence. If the race is run accordingly and it, it gets the right runs, it, it wins the race. Uh, it's just a battler. But you get, you're getting, the thing is, you're getting the price. You're getting six bucks. You're getting yep. the price for it. Um, this is the one you want, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, I was born to try So War, Sugarcane, three level favorites, $4.80. I, okay. So, so, so Sugarcane's my the bet, and Sugarcane's my on top selection. Okay. Yep. I was 510 vintage stock. I've given it favoritism. Okay. I feel with the map um, after that run, it probably was a run away, I felt, and it still went so well. 590 Soy War, 590 Born to Try, 680 Sugarcane. What could have? Uh, question. Probably could have had that. Then I've got General. What? I think General Grant's a proper stayer, and its last run was so good. And they so they questioned it about the run. Ran the quickest last two hundred in a race that wasn't run to suit. And did it you see was, it start before when it when yeah, it couldn't, when it couldn't it go? It went better than anticipated. Mm. Like, it just some uh, of the stuffs. What price you got? Yeah, surf well, point. Uh, Sixteen. Its last two wins have been gifts, yeah. but it's got. It has X factor and upside to it, but it's it's been time standstill on egg white when having run races run completely to suit. I need more. Yeah. I need to see a bit more. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, yeah, I just it just feels like it's got a bit of the uh, a sugar cane type feel to it. This race, gate one, low weight. I thought that run the other day was really good. 
in that in that. It moment. always does. It always. But the, the, yeah. it just wasn't run as suit. Hopefully, there's a bit more of a genuine even tempo. Well, sacks on. They'll try and lead with sacks on. They'll go forward with decoy. Yep. You know that your two leaders are likely going to be calling a cab. They'll probably make a mid race move with a horse like Baron Magic. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I'd love to see him. Like this will sound a bit funny. I'd love to see them try and hold a spot with up with others. I think it's just a horse they I went through so many of its replays last night. I've always it's been, it's always, always really competitive. Always been a horse I wanted to get hold but of. But they just others, drop yeah. they just drop it out purposely from good gates. Like it jumps pretty well. I'd love to see Kira give it a little just a little kick Does and try and settle? hold third or fourth. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That might be an issue. I yeah. don't know. But I just love to see them do that because it um it's got the I know it's eight points out of its grade or seven points out of its grade. It's, but better, it's, got the, it's better than that. Yeah it's got yeah. the capabilities it probably jumps at seventy to one bet fair, you know. So. All right, race out of the day. What are we doing? Um, I'll go vintage stock each way. Okay. But uh, I, we- I suspect it won't be popular in betting and we might see eight, nine bucks. Okay. But fair. Sugar cane for me, the wizard. But again, I'm back in the drifter. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally going to back whoever else doesn't, doesn't want. So that's the thought process. All right. It is now time for the get out stakes. S T the final time at Belmont E A K S. Uh, who's it brought to us by BJ? Thanks, Terry. Yeah, Get Out Steaks brought to you by Market Thanks, City Terry. Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth located at the Canningvale Market on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt and his team, a bunch of legends down there at the Market City Meats, drop in, say hello. Um, yeah, go down there and uh, stock up for grand final day, Terry. That's a good place to be to get all your uh, your all your meat and your, all your supplies for a big day. Watching the footy on Saturday, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so just load pull, up, just load up. And how about last week's get out stakes result, Guru? The one and only Travis Murray, the OG. I was um, with him at the time he came to the uh, the Belmont Sporting Globe. Yes, came um, to the function. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, he was pretty happy with that. Was he was, he, chuffed, was well. he chuffed? Well, Mrs. Murray got a hat as yeah. well. Travis he was chuffed. He was yeah. Chuffed. He was tickled pink. Tickled pink. Yeah, he was TP. Uh, OG mastermind Travis Murray. He selected all day session to win by zero point nine three lengths in the get out last 0.97. Saturday. Zero point nine seven. So jeez, that was a good watch, wasn't it? Oh. You don't often you're not often deep the trip like that, but just feel comfortable yes. throughout. So um, that was a nice watch. It was a nice watch. The Con- money came. Congratulations, Travis Murray. Uh, hopefully you're uh, you're all stocked up ahead of the uh, ahead of the grand final this Saturday, and um, Congratulations for being our episode 94 Get Out Stakes. When the first time he's ever got the Get Out Stakes, but he did uh, win. He's coming to the um, uh, Kalgoorlie round next week too. Is he really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he's. I can't bring. I can't pull him in to the no. uh, the one one. No, you won't be able to pull him in. All right. Well, every man and his dog's going to be up there for the for the round. So I feel like I'm missing out. Getting a bit of FOMO already. Yeah. Understandable too. I'll be getting, I'll be getting FOMO when I jump on a plane on Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. So uh, to enter this week's Get Out Stakes. Send us a tweet at the one one pod. Who you think will win race nine of the day and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And we can never, ever, ever forget the Sam White rule, Terry. Uh, far too strong. Uh, <laughs> first in best <laughs> He's changed his handle to far too far strong. Too strong, the one and only. <laughs> So, yes, that's right. First in, best dress for the Sam White rule in the get-out stakes. So, race nine on grand final day, blackout but stakes day, the Iron Jack Best for handicap. last, you Sorry? Excuse me, best betting race for last? Yeah. Tricky. 
tricky. I think there we people will be going in uh, a direction, variety of, uh, of directions here, yeah. and uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't knock them on whatever they came up with. So no. I imagine there's going to be a uh, a smorgasbord of entries in this week's Get Out Stakes. Probably knock them if they come out with your dreaming. Tell them you're dreaming. I'd, I'd knock them if they came with your dreaming. Tell them you're dreaming. Imagine if. Uh, Cliffy and Stevie just sail well, home. Now that I've yeah, said that, it was a good last start too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the rail, poking Jeez. up along the fence. I've just got it past the post, haven't I? <laughs> so yeah, what are you what are you thinking here in the in the lucky in the get out? Um, well, well, I'm I'm thinking this is a really nice race. Mm. Um, I think this is a race that probably deserves a, a little bit of time. So we probably uh, if we if we look at a bit of a um, a speed map first of all, you got OBH from Barrier Twelve Eight. I've got some concerns that OBH will definitely find the front because it hasn't been jumping that well and it's really required Keshaw's um, vigor. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last start it won on a, on a big leader bias track and there were some question marks about the horses behind it, but it was a really good win. Like good Horses win. don't work that hard, yeah. get to the top and still fight like that. So, I'm, um, yeah, I think this horse definitely deserves um, another crack. I presume it'll be going for a spell after this. Now we're getting to the, uh, the warmer conditions, but... Um, yeah, OBH is um, the one that will try to get forward, BJ. I don't know if they will. Um, do you expect them to be uh, really aggressive on MTA? I hope so. Yeah, you think yeah. the plan will be to, to roll forward and um, either maybe breeze outside OBH. I, I, I'd love to do a U and, and jam it into the 1-1, the but I couldn't find the horse. Yeah, you were the same. I couldn't find, you know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't I find one a breeze or something. Yeah. So yeah. potentially Rebel Knight, but then it's got to get underneath, and that's yep. that's ambitious, asking for that, you know. That's like asking for Cell of Arch to get the back of Gorgeous Gossip. But, uh, <laughs> I love how you've probably got a real positive strike rate, and I'm going to pick on one that you've got wrong. <laughs> like, you, you're an amazing person <laughs> at getting horses into to gaps did in your maps. Did find the fence, though. So. Did find the fence, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, no, I'm with you. Breeze, MTA. Yeah. So it's um yeah you sell to be pretty tough from there but yeah. one thing MTA MTA has is the ability to do it at both ends which a lot of horses don't. Second up last campaign came out worked pretty hard got the one one and you got we got the one one but it, it had cover for two hundred meters like it didn't have cover for a long period of time before Sean's had to get rolling again and it was super tough super tough it was a really nice win Dom to shoot was probably a good thing beaten but it was. Yeah, it was a really good win like in, a, in a very similar sort of race to this. I, I, I don't reckon – that was sorry, that was a prep before, sorry. I don't think MTA came up last prep. Um, Still was competitive though, wasn't he? And he it was competitive. Tre- Trevor didn't really miss him. Like he, he sort of he sort of threw him in the deep end with a few, oh, that's few his, races. Yeah, that's his level. Yeah. That's his level, I think. But, yeah, I think just probably maybe a length or two off where he can be. But he looks pretty happy this time in. Ran second to Laverod in a trial and on a day where not many were finding the middle of the track very um, advantageous. Brad Willers made an early decision to try and take a bit of a hold and he just sat four deep, no cover the trip and just let him slowly work into it. And, yeah, no no right to finish third, no right to finish as close um, – as close as he did, so it was. Uh, it was almost the run of the day, really. It was probably, so probably big. Was. Yeah, probably it was so big. Um, yeah, if he gets some luck in the run, you'd think he probably finds a spot. So, but yeah, you go back through MTA's career, and I did a bit of a deep dive. I probably didn't give this horse the credit that it probably deserved. Um, in the Guineas, had to work forward and was only beaten by Watch Me Dance. They've cleared out from the rest of the field with Jared Noski on it. Um, even first up in that midweek race, which produced so many winners with Empire Rain pans down. Um, can't think of the others, but it's just a stack of them. It was tough as nails to win first up at a massive price. Do you know who was in that race? Ran sixth. A the, lot of good ones. The Spruker. The Spruker, there you go. Yeah, yeah there's a, a stack of good ones have come out uh, from that particular race. Um, but yeah, I probably didn't quite realise how good MTA was as a horse. And I think last prep, maybe it just lost a cog in my brain just because it probably didn't live up to 
the hype we'd probably hope to see. But yeah, it, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty smart conveyance, and um, yeah, it's just about getting to the breeze tough. comfortably. It's and a then tough horse. Who's on its back and who's who can get past it? And um, yeah, it's it's price orientated for me. I've got MTA uh, as a three dollar seventy pop. I think it'll be the most supported runner in the race, um, coming off what it has. The fact it's got tactical speed, but. Yeah, this is a cracking race. Rebel Knight's last run in the Breeze versus Captain Chaos seven days ago was so good. That's a run that probably won't get the credit it deserves. And how many horses from the Breeze fought on like that? And Captain Chaos would obviously go into this favourite. So um, really nice run from Rebel Knight. Um, Carrigenia Aurora pops in behind him. I think I think it's a little bit of a risk. I think it got it got the run last start. Its previous run around Brave Dream and that type of form I think is more like this. It was a length off him. So I think it's one – I know with Pikey from a good gate, it'll be popular, but mm-hmm. it's one I'm taking on uh, is Caragini, um Aurora. Avalon Bay, I'm happy to take on from the awkward alley. Um, Paris and George, you probably want to see it draw 10 rather than three. Mm. From barrier three with um, Caragini Aurora, no apology under it. Probably – I know Kira will be desperate to stay off the fence, but it's going to – going to be a it's tough be yeah, a it needs the spot. whole straight to wind up if she gets it out and gets the right back and gets into it it can boom 100 it can storm home but, but um, uh, it looks sticky icky, icky. it's a sticky and mm. the fact it's not in the stewards report from last start it's probably an oversight from the stewards i'd suggest it should say held up majority of the straight um, it was it was it was one of those things where everywhere she went she yeah. like she just tried everything <laughs> kira tried tough everything to, to uh get get uh clear air and every move she made she just kept running into dead ends yeah. so um, it was yeah um, and the other one we've got to mention is- A bit is like uh, Testing Love yesterday. A bit like Testing Love yesterday. Cut away rail, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one, which we need to mention, is Point Taken. Mm, um, big. Yeah, it went huge. And, and I mean, Lockie did tell us third up watch for her, but- Did he say that? He said that, didn't he? Yeah, but it wasn't- Like, I spoke to him before she went around. He said, look, I yeah, she's doing everything right at home, but how can you possibly back her off those performances? She didn't beat a horse home in her trial, first up or second up. Um and that's a major concern, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. That's good form analysis, isn't it? They didn't beat a horse home three times in a row. That's that's a worry. Um, but, yeah, and she sat deep the trip. She was entitled not to beat a horse home last start, the way the track was playing. I don't think the Avalon Bay form is probably as strong as maybe the Captain Chaos form that Rebel Knight comes out of or the, um, or the Mystical View form which MTA comes out of. But if... MTA is not impossible to get caught three deep here, right? Yep. Yeah, there's a big chance MTA does it tough and, and point taken's in that moving line. It gets into this with 54 and a half. Now, I reckon that the big thing with point taken is it, it didn't, uh, and I said, I have mentioned this in the part, I don't think point taken and Jason Brown get along. So point taken with Jason Brown, um, he's been on four times, including its trial. It's beaten one horse home those four occasions. Lactar's only ridden this horse on three occasions. Um, the first was a massive win from last at Ascot. Um, Rebel Knight was actually in that race, BJ, and there's only a half a kilo weight swing. Came from last. The second time Lactar went on was first up last prep when in an impossible position and flooding home two lengths behind Amasinus. Mm-hmm. Like his run was just astronomical. And then the third time um, Lactar rode it was the start just gone when it sat deep the trip so i just think lactar and point take i think point taken loves lactar being on the horse uh if mta finds some trouble he doesn't, does a bit he of work. doesn't love lactar. but just comparatively it, it it i genuinely believe it is a jockey thing the horse just just doesn't 
it and Jason don't get along for whatever reason. It's just not, uh, they're not compatible, um, but they clearly do. And this horse obviously gets along with Chloe as a party mm-hmm. um, as well. So look, I just think if the race pans out according, there's a three wide line, um, the middle of the track's playing well, which by this stage of the day in race nine, it tends to be, it tends to be you can make ground um, regardless of pattern. Um, yeah, I think point taken flashes and is definitely um, in the mix is definitely in the mix mm. so yeah I'm well since we've been recording there's been huge money for you dreaming off the map has there no I'm joking uh, <laughs> I believe you're you dreaming can't win um, <laughs> what are you going to tip tell you tell them you're dreaming uh, I like MTA that mm-hmm. run was just too big to to ignore uh, Tough Horse has those has a terrific Black type, three-year-old form from the spring and then some in the autumn as well. Even ran, ran against the older horses after the WA Guineas just to show how tough it is and almost pinched a 1,800-metre race at Ascot was beaten yeah. by Juicing Carrots, I think. And then Trevor even uh, pushed on further to a 2,200-metre race to end its prep. That was in late December. So this horse is a tough bugger. Working forward from gate 10 with an informed sh- hoop, Sean McGrady on board. Dropped em- a couple of points last campaign, I think, as yep. well. Managed to drop four points, which is integral. The 60 and a half to 50, yep. 58 and a half is, um, yeah, puts it just, nicely. Just had no business kicking kicking on into third place first up. Uh, coming off that, has to be a major player in this. Yeah, MTA on top in the get-out stakes for mine. Yeah, I'm going to Dutch him. Um, I'm 390 throw, I say, 370 MTA, mm-hmm. and I'm 590 point taken. I'm actually 680 Rebel Knights, currently 10 as well. So um, they're the three I've got. Cl- I've got Carrigenia or a fourth in my market, while most people will have it shorter. I, th- um, I thought the, uh, the the knockout could be zero demerits. Gary, yep. C- Gary Crispin runners. Uh, better on a firm track. Yeah. I was waiting for, again, there's a lot of. I was waiting for it last time. Waiting for Jason Whiting off, yeah. to be honest. I don't think the horse and Jason get along all that well. Its last win was when Clint Johnston Porter went on board. Did Paul Harvey win on. Zero demerits. What? So my trademark yesterday. Yeah. Jason mining off. Like that sounds harsh. The way I'm probably wording that, but a lot of horses are winning um, with Jace off. Went good. Minute. Went good with Jace in the saddle the other day. So it did go very well, and it's. I think it's better on a good floor as well. Just whether it can hold a spot, use the gate. Um, it'll plot away to the line. It's just whether it's, yeah, it's whether it can. And there was a bit of money for it last start too. So, no, it can win. But look, I think MTA will be strong money horse. Um, we're, 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 again, we're doing this without odds. We've only got four bucks. We're doing a um, blind here, punters. Four bucks. It's very hard without it, isn't it? Mm. It's $4 on the local. It's 380 with 365. That's all I have. Uh, point taken's 10 and 9. I reckon BJ might be able to um agree with me or disagree with me i think money will be mta pretty strong yeah uh, strong data horse uh, as b just said runs impossible miss i think point taken you probably don't have to rush in for the nine or ten in a, in a deep race you're probably going to see somewhere from nine to 15 on betfair late and you can just make an assessment if they are making ground or not as well so um mta try and lock in some four dollars or so early and um point taken dutch them Dutchum, Daryl, Dutchum. MTA for me. Okay, we'll take a break and we'll come back with our best bets, our maddies, our lays, as well as our Top Gun tipping tournament selections for week two. Okay, we're back with our Betfair best betting proposition of the day and we're rejoined by Ian Butchie O'Connor from the Mundaring Hotel. He's come back to uh, to put his Butchie's best yeah, I'm a media hog. <laughs> you're, you're on media street, Butchie. Uh, okay, Terry Layton, you, no. what is your bet fair? Would oh, you go first? Would you go first? Yeah. Lead yeah, us right. off. What's your what's Butchie's best? Butchie's, Butchie's best. best. Butchie's, Butchie's best. Butchie's best. Butchie's best. Butchie's best. Butchie's best. Uh, 
Right, me old mate Daniel Leonard, Surf Point, will be winning. Oh, we'll, be we'll be winning. We'll be winning. Yes, I like that. We were fairly non-committal, weren't we? Uh, I, like, I, yeah. I thought Butchie was going to do a quartet. <laughs> <laughs> In order. Uh, Units. Uh, what's my next one, Maddie? Uh, Maddie. Uh, something at a price. Well, I think... Well, I think Madelon will drift in that field. Yep, being, race uh, one. Yep. Yeah, so he'll be winning two, I think, for Todd okay. Robert. Yes. I don't mind that. Little little double there at probably 100 to 1. They'll be taking the bet fair prizes. Yeah. I like this. And who Are they short for me? Yeah. <laughs> who, who, can't, can't win? who can't win, well, Butchie? Uh, well, if I'm declaring serve point, then born to try. Born to try? Can't win? Nah. I like it. Cannot Big win. Big wide gate. Yeah. I've been wrong Just before. Yeah. <laughs> Never to me. <laughs> Never to me. All right, I Terry. Like a bit of value there. I like that. Great stuff, Butchie. Terry, what is your bet fair best? Uh, my bet fair best was, well, race four and race five, giant leap, kiss on all four cheeks, bit of a ding-donger. So um, give you a couple. Not very exciting. No $8 bet. No $8 bet fair best like Butchie over here. <laughs> my bet, get on. My bet fair best is kiss on all four cheeks as well. Cool. Uh, Maddie. I, look, again, I don't have a, a Maddie that um, – that's popping out at over 20 to 1, um, which makes it difficult. I don't want to give them for the sake of it. I've priced skin and tins 15 in the last. I think it needs to be ridden with cover. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting improvement, but I don't, I don't think it can outsprint a lot of them. So my two best, take those two together at about three bucks and lob them into Laver Rod, and you're getting about 25 to 1. Oof. So there you go. Qualify. Giant leap. Kiss on all four cheeks, Laver Rod, and you're getting about 25 to 1. Well, I'm going to go the traditional route, and I'm going to throw one out there. Race five. Number nine, Don's Legacy, I think, can run an improved, oh, improved race. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, BJ. Yeah, but that's that's insanity. Madness. But that's Don's oh, Legacy. Wild. Lay. Don's Legacy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. That's yeah. good. I didn't say that coming. Uh, I better lay um, race three, Gingerfly. Hope right. it doesn't think I'll have to do a bit of work to, to get anywhere near the top and might be susceptible late, even though it's not a deep race. Susceptible. Susceptible. Good word. Same race, lay number five, pepper salt. So we're laying the two there two faves. Go. I like that. So in the uh the West Peak Platinum handicap race three, we're laying the two faves, ginger flyer and pepper salt. And before we go, for full transparency, top we gun. we have to give our top gun selections for week two. Yeah, it's a funny one. I, I'm in a position now where we, we reckon we're pretty safe from the first cut. So I, I wouldn't mind having a crack at something, but nothing completely stands out at a price. So I am going to be a little bit boring, just consolidate um, at the top and just have 50 wins on the two best. So 50 giant leap race four and 50 kiss on all four cheeks. Race five, um, we get the pair of them up and Timmy doesn't have a collect. Might be able to overtake him. Okay, so I'm going to go kiss on all four cheeks. 75 wins, mm-hmm. and just to keep the, hopefully just keep the funds ticking over, 25 wins, laver rod. 25 wins, laver rod, yeah. Yep. That's yep. not bad. So just to keep the funds ticking over, make sure I can hopefully try and make the top 40. Butchie, if you had $100 to spend at Belmont this Saturday, what would your Top Gun selections be? Uh Top Gun selection, I've already told you. Surf point, 100, 100 wins. wins. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Don't be so shit. Don't be so No, no, me- no messing around. Yeah, he's, he's uh, yeah. That's yeah fortune favours the brave. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. <laughs> and also, exactly Betfair right. starting price, so it could end up being bigger. Okay, so, I look reckon, out. Yeah, I reckon you'll no, see I think double. it'll win. It's a good horse. I reckon you'll see double figures like Butchie could well, blow, so. blow everyone out of yeah, the water. He only plays for one of the seven weeks, and it's enough to win the comp. Apart for a late nomination. Oh, dearie, mate. Oh, that's that's it. That is it. Thanks again, Butchie. For uh, for having us up here, I'm no, looking it's forward been to wonderful. looking forward to tucking into some Tucker.